Whoa. It was good to be back. So good. We oh. hit a whole lot of the NFL today. I feel like there were so many things that were just on my just, chest, on my shoulders right. I wanted to talk Need about. To get it out. And now it's out there. So many we, things we didn't even get to say, but I know. we literally don't have time because so much happened. We yeah, we we apologize to everybody happens. that we were out for a month. Um, but we had a lot going on, and tonight was just like, all right, let's just vomit all of that out quickly. Uh, but we did have some good stuff that we dropped on the show tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is some heated discussion about a few particular topics uh, in regards to some records, potential record setting, um, our obvious frustration with a certain Hall of Fame. And uh, man, did we get into the greatest weekend of football ever, ever. ever. Yes. There's Join a question us. Mark. Let's do the Period. dang thing. Come on. Let's go. Welcome to Sportsify for January 26th with your hosts, Matt Novak and Grant Hawker. After a one-month break, the football gods have brought us back together to these microphones after what was a weekend of destiny. The greatest football games you could ask for came and blew our minds this past week, and we have to talk about it. We absolutely do. Uh, welcome back in, uh, Grant uh, yes. and Jameson. Hello. Hello. My friends. We, uh, we took a whole month off, and so much crud happened. It was the worst month to take off. It was a horrible month to take off. We had personal <laughs> stuff. We had Christmas. Sickness. Um, I got covid uh, there was a whole bunch of things that happened, and so we uh, we had to take the time off, but we were glad to be back, uh, especially after genuinely the best weekend of football in forever. I, I can't think of, honestly, since I have started to watch, been a fan of football, I have not thought, I can't think of a better weekend. I mean, like, nothing really jumps out. Uh, I mean, three of the four matchups this weekend ended on a kick uh, as time expired. Uh, they all ended on scoring plays in the last second. Uh, it was walk-off yeah. city this weekend. Divisional round Ooh. was incredible. If you were doing anything but watching football this weekend, God bless you. I feel bad for you. Yeah. Uh, like If you're like Grant and you yeah. had to work Sunday night and miss Dude. the Chiefs bills. Uh, oh. I, was just talking, I was just talking to Jameson before, you know, the, before we started recording. And man, maybe I got to switch youth group to a different night because I missed the Raiders Chiefs one. Raiders. Uh, Chargers won at the end of the oh, season. Yeah, yeah. All the Sunday right. night games this year have been phenomenal, and yeah. most of them I can't watch. I just got to watch the replays. Yeah, but you're, nonetheless, because you're only going to get the first half this Sunday. Yep, probably right. Yeah, for the that's the, Rams Niners. Like that's the Rams Niners one. Dang it! Yeah, that's Rams Niners. Ah, Jameson and I are still undecided whether or not we're watching I, this one together. I honestly don't know if I'll be able to. I, well, Jameson <laughs> watched the la- or the first 49ers Rams game with me yeah. in person. Uh, well documented on the show, and uh, that's that continued what has been the downfall of the Rams now for three seasons against the 49ers, and um, we'll yeah. see. Uh, I mean, it, it continued. That one did continue. Okay. It. I am not stating anything. It is very. I will just say this out of the gate. As a 49er fan, it is very hard for a team to win three times in one season against another team. That and is I, stupid uh, hard in the NFL. And I. When's the last time that happened? I believe that is a Patriots one. Uh, I'm pretty okay. sure it was against the Bills. Well, ironically, I think I did see a stat where the team going for the sweep. In the third game was actually twenty and twelve, so it's actually better than you would probably think. Really? 
Um, But thanks for the hope. (laughs) At the same time, I was telling Grant, this might be like the ironically the least nervous going into a 49ers game that I have in a while. Just because finally it seems like we've buttoned things up a little bit. You guys are playing at a high level. I mean, I know we're going to get to your game in just a moment. And a lot of that is as much to do with injuries potentially on your side of things and uh, less to Debo do with good Trent maybe not and that's, that's, that's the one that's a linchpin which yeah. I'll get into so, later I, I, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna speak that. to watching games with Matt as it's so, horrible it's not fun because <laughs> just like how Matt watches you lose all the time the Rams the Seahawks often beat the Niners yeah every game that I've watched and with I'm Matt very angry every single game that I've watched with Matt the Seahawks have won. So I and Matt gets you, so mad. And I'm but just you like, need to know, I get just as mad during wins. No, I don't like, know. No, I, I you know should that. have seen me during the Cowboys game. Oh, you no. should have seen me this last Sunday. No, no, no. Well, that but, was closer uh, than seriously, it even should have been. I'm just sitting there like, yeah. I feel like if I cheer, he's going to kick me out of his house. Yes, I was. I thought about it, <laughs> but I would never act upon it. Well, that's not true. No, I'd you probably would. act upon saw, it at some I point. I saw a good tweet, and it was like, McVay owns Carroll. Carol owns Shanahan. Shanahan owes McVeigh. Yes. Cliff Berry owns Cliff Berry. <laughs> or Kingsbury owns Kingsbury. Cliff Kingsbury. Oh my gosh. That Actually, is so I like funny. that name. Cliff Berry? Cliff Berry. That's, yeah. I mean, I thought you were, I thought it was like his. Call him know. Dingleberry now for his performance as coaching. Well, I have some things to say about that, actually. I have um, some but we'll get to that in a moment because we that. need to hit hard this Chiefs-Bills game because it was the best game of the year mm-hmm. by far. Uh, we were talking about it. We were together Sunday morning and we were talking about it beforehand and we were, we all came to that like, please let this be the Rams... Uh, Chiefs. Uh, sorry, yeah. The, the Rams-Chiefs game from Monday night a few years back. Like, that's what we want this to be and it didn't do that. For three quarters and 13 minutes, it didn't do that. <laughs> no. It was a good game at that point. Yeah, it was good. And then... And then 25 points got scored in less than two minutes by those two teams, and overtime was forced, and all kinds of tragedies happened on defense that should never happen. No. Um, but, man, was it edge of your seat. We were, I was watching this with our friend Jonathan, uh, who was over at my house uh, Sunday night, and holy cow, we... We started screaming in the living room. We were high-fiving after both teams scored. Like, we didn't really care who won. We were just high-fiving. You're just a fan of, both, we just, a fan of good football. Oh, it was awesome. It was I, good I, and bad football. I'm just saying, not was, good football, fun football. Fun football, yes, fun I, football. I obviously didn't have a dog in the fight. I was kind of rooting for the Bills just because that was my preseason pick I, I for the we, AFC. I think we all were kind of rooting for the Bills because you don't want to see the same team back going three, every year. Three years it's, in a row. It, well, it's the same thing four. as the Brady conversation. Four AFC like, championships. Yeah, four AFC, four oh, AFC yeah, four AFC championships, championships in a row for them. That they're hosting three Super Bowls. Yeah. It's, uh, yep. wow. Yes. The, the funny part about that game is that Pat Mahomes went 44 yards to set up a field goal in less time than Dallas did with their QB sneak. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Just put that in perspective. Oh, my they, goodness. Granted, they had one timeout. Uh, Mike McCarthy, the goat of uh, time management. Dude. The I goat. Mean, and, and you could say whatever you want about that in terms of, well, Dak should have known. But um, just saying, uh, leadership is a thing. And when you don't harp on certain attributes as much as you need to, because his whole thing is go make a play. Right? Sure. That, that's what, that is absolutely what McCarthy is. Well, uh, he did. He made a play. He made the exact play the 49ers were hoping he would make. Uh, he took way too much time uh, to uh, 
get downfield. I've heard every argument on that issue, by the way. Shut up about the ref. The ref they have had to, touch, to do t- it. They it's have to touch the ball. It's the rule. He has to touch the ball. If anything, he was it. trying to push people over to get and, to it and set it. For and you if guys. you saw, they still, it, it, where, where, they, where it got placed uh, uh, from the uh, center, that was about five yards ahead of where it was supposed <laughs> yeah. to be. And then he, the ref goes, no, 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 back here. And he only moved him back about a yard and a half. It was about a yeah. four-foot yep. move. That's where they I start the should have gone another three-plus yards uh, back to where he actually went. Um, there would have been a lot to contest there had that play gotten off. But all in all, uh, you screwed well, it up, Buttercup. And the, and, and the the dumb thing, too, is they would still have had to make a Hail Mary touchdown. It was well, it was 25-something yard line. Well, here's the thing. Do you yeah, take I mean, but, but it was still a shot into the end zone. One shot from 20 or two shots from 40. You know, it's like, what? what's the better deal well, no i as mean a, as a fan of uh steve young and terrell owens i would tell you that around the 20 yard line is pretty good yeah, yeah. no no obviously that's what you want to <laughs> yeah, do but at the is, same time but that's also for, for cowboys fans they're assuming that they make that play oh right yeah. and there was and honestly the I, I looked at the percentage chance it's literally like 13 percent. Yeah. yeah well and you know what you can sure do it happens anyways. we've seen yeah. it we, we can we saw it in in the uh I, well i mean it wasn't quite that long of a distance but yeah, at the end of regulation there um, in uh, the Bills uh, Chiefs game, uh, Davis makes that that catch. Yeah, uh, when uh, I'm going to forget the safety's name that fell over, he had replaced Honey Badger. I uh, got his uh, ankles stolen. Yeah, uh, his yeah. ankles went. They're still on. Bye-bye. They're still on the field. Actually, yeah, yeah. yeah no, he his he needs to be there. cut from the team because he's going to be unusable for the next few weeks. Um, <laughs> he's but, on IR, but their season's over. But yeah, it, it, the percentage <laughs> chance was just not good. Um, going back to that Bills Chiefs game, though. Uh, speaking of, it's Gabriel Davis, correct? Yes, Gabriel Davis. Gabriel yeah. Davis. Uh, everybody knows him bad with the first names. Uh, eight catches, two hundred plus yards. I think it was two hundred four, two hundred seven. Yep. I think it's two hundred four. Uh, four touchdowns. Uh, that and then you caught again what we just referenced. We thought that was going to be a clincher. Uh, I texted there. you and was like, they need to live literally zero seconds on the clock. Yep. <laughs> and then there wasn't literally zero seconds on the clock. Yep. And that's what did him in. It's it's crazy. Okay. Like crazy that in 13 seconds, those two plays well, happen. Isn't, Granted, isn't it crazy out, that but, with yeah. these two quarterbacks, are, we're saying that that's a little too much time, which is from what uh, we've seen? No. Well, Aaron Rodgers had what? Less than 30 against you guys to, to start the season. Like, like, it's just crazy and how much. That's, that's a number you're like, okay, like you can do stuff. Like we, we had 42 seconds against yeah. the Tampa Bay the other day. But 13 is like a number where it's like. That's two plays. And, that's what and then you needed. don't squib? I, I understand. I understand the squib. I get it. Um, I, I personally would have done it. Yeah. Yeah, I was squibbed. Yeah, and from um, what I saw, Tyreek wasn't out there, so it's not like you're trying to avoid the threat of like a Tyreek scramble or anything. Right, right. And and for me, I, I just, yeah, I agree with uh, those of you that would say squib. I I agree. I think yeah. you squib. I don't. If Tyreek is clock. not on the field, if Tyreek's not on the field, I definitely squib. Yeah. Uh, and I understand. Was it Pringle that was back? I don't remember who Pringle, it was. I know. But I, remember I remember people saying it wasn't Tyreek. If that was your argument, then that's not. Pr- accurate, if if so. if your but if your argument was that and and Pringle was back there, that's like one A one B because Pringle has proved to be oh, an fast. explosive playmaker. Yeah. Um, you know, but I get it. Uh, you know, there's a reason. But, there's a reason Debo got his first kick return this last week because uh, mm-hmm. they literally it was the ball was so cold that they couldn't get it out of the end zone. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Debo has been back several times for 49ers this year. 
on special teams, and nobody will kick it to him. I mean, you don't do that for Tyreek. You don't do that for big yeah. playmakers. But, so but, if one of those guys is back again, there, I kind of it turns 13 seconds to 10 seconds. It, at least. At yeah, least. You don't at have, least if they try and return, it takes seven. Yeah, yeah. and you don't, and you don't a, have yeah. the extra time to run that second play, so you're not setting up yeah, a field goal. True. You're setting up a Hail Mary. You'll still get one off because well, you got the timeout. Okay, but. I, I had this conversation with somebody the other day. Now, Belichick a long time ago talked about how um, yards... Are um, are gained by the amount of seconds that you have, right? And he goes, so when it comes to a two minute drill, you have plays that you know how long they take, right? Like yeah. Tom could go up to the line, and and TB knows this is my four and a half second play. That's only going to count four on the NFL clock. Because those of you that yep. ever watch an NFL clock, those start right after the quarterback gets the ball and takes his first step, and they come out real quick on when they end because they want to leave time on that clock for those teams to make plays. Yeah. Um, it, all, it inherently benefits the offense all the time. How many times do we see the clock go to zero and the quarterback hasn't hiked it and they don't call a false start? Oh, for the play yeah. clock? Yeah, I mean, yeah. play a game. It's like we have no technology and we're doing the whole like look, see, go zero and then see if it snapped. Like we yeah. don't have it, the ability to like, it, it keep track of that often, in real time. And, and they genuinely do it to the zero and before they blow the whistle. Yeah. That's how they do it. But anyway, um, Tom knows when he goes to the line what a four and a half second play is, which again is four second play. He knows what a five second play is, and he knows what a six to seven second play is. And he calls those based on the amount of plays he needs to get to go where he's going because they're all set yardage and he gets it. Um, So, for instance, in in a four second play, you can gain no more than seven yards. And Belichick perfectly. that's a speed out one it's literally not even a two-step drop it's a it's a grab turn your feet set your shoulder throw and and the receiver breaks on it instantly and you grab that ball and you get out Deion branch was the king of that play uh for many years for tom brady that was a that that was their that was their play welker was fantastic at it edelman was really good at that play over the middle um that was more his game but like they had those set plays so you got to know if you got the timeout and then you call that and literally, they had just a quick call out that they did for those. But that those yardage comes down to seconds that that uh, you can spend on the clock. Um, Mahomes clearly has mastered that, and he knew exactly how long he had to make said place. Um, and gosh darn it, if he wasn't absolutely perfect. Well, but not even Mahomes. But I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen this stuff where Travis Kelsey, where Travis Kelsey was like, if they're going to play me like that. Like, this seems open. Yeah, and, and so the timeout, and he knew it. And he was like, and, and and you can hear him in his in his in his cadence. Mahomes like Kelsey, you're like, do it, like you know, go to the open spot in the field in the zone coverage. Right, did it and got the thirty yard, you know, catch or whatever it was to set up the field goal. Right, so that that was great on both of them. That's just high IQ, and it shows that the high IQ plays Absolutely. win you the games. Absolutely, or and, put you in the position to win. And so do coin flips. And so do coin flips. Yeah, so do coin flips because that gets us to the end of this part of our discussion. That coin flip goes and benefits KC where it has gone against them in the past. They yep. hit the ball first. And at that point, if you're watching this game, um, the, the Bills did not have a pass rush after the third quarter. They were gassed chasing Mahomes around the field. And genuinely, it, it they just didn't have a chance. It doesn't matter how good that secondary is. They can only cover for so long. And yep. uh, we also saw that in the fourth quarter when Mahomes took off on that 140-yard scramble. 
uh, right down the middle. I mean, just had that whole yeah. open field. Yeah, he was just doing his weird little well, Mahomes run, and like was, nobody was there. It was brilliant though because they did the quick outs with the, uh, with Kelsey and uh, their third option receiver. I'm forgetting and Hardman. Then, uh, Hardman, yes, and then Pringle. And Tyreek went on streaks that went to the outside corners. All DB's backs were to the quarterback. Yep. So they were in dime. They were basically As in a dime be coverage. With, that, with those yeah. offensive weapons. They were in a dime coverage, though, uh, that was zoned to one side and went to the Hardman side. And so he just took off to the Kelsey side <laughs> and he was just gone. Um, but that would just showed how gassed that team was at that point. Um, and they just did not have the opportunity. So they charged down, got it done in overtime. And it was pretty quick and painless there in overtime. It was a great game, I would say, yeah. until that overtime drive. Uh, again, best game of the year. And I think that's uh, whoever wins the coin toss yep. is probably going to win that game regardless. Like They would have had to make an egregious error, which Mahomes does not make. Yeah. Uh, he just doesn't. Not in these situations. No. The dude is... I, I, you've never... You, you, You've never seen it in a guy, I think, that young, that dialed. He's and I, 26. I'm not to take that away from Tom Brady, but like... um. Tom Brady didn't put up those kind of numbers until he was pushing 30. Well, because think of, I mean, and, in, in his first Super Bowls, all Tom Brady did, I mean, this is something that's been set up so many times. And ball it's, off dunk. It's, yeah, it's, it's run the ball, be big on third down, have a Pro Bowl kicker to kick the, to kick yeah. the, and yeah, that's all I had to do. Number one defense. And the number one defense. And the number one defense. <laughs> like, Brady didn't have to do much. Yeah, we, we, that's how he won his first couple I Super Bowls. I think he didn't even throw a super, uh, touchdown in his first Super Bowl run, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Uh, hundred and I think it was, was 181 that, was, yards. Something that, like that. Was that is that the Rams one? First one? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it uh, I, but you watch you watch we what Mahomes has been doing, and then uh, I do you see you see him at just 26 years old, understanding everything he needs to do to get a ball downfield, and he can do it big, small, doesn't matter. Um, well, and same, it just doesn't the make same those boo boos. I mean, the same can be said for Josh Allen. It, he's getting there, right? We Well, the one thing I'm going to say here, though, is I told you guys before this game started, if they if they make Josh Allen run, they're going to win. Okay, like, he had like 68 rushing yards. He had 68 rushing yards. Um, I will say that is combined with a few got hit behind the lines. Yeah. So uh, he actually ran, I believe it was for 84 uh, in the <laughs> game. And I, and I said he over can't 80. run for over 80 or they will lose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, in this case, it just so happened that they lost. They didn't lose because he was no, running. They but. No, no, they didn't. But they did. But what was taken away from the Bills was the the ability to run the ball, okay, and run the ball with their running backs. Um, those a lot of those uh, Allen runs we know are on broken plays because just like Mahomes, he makes people I don't know, there miss was, like there crazy. There was quite quite a few more designed runs for there Josh was, Allen in this game. I felt like it was most of them were shorter. I think it was actually about it, six. Is yeah, and, and there, there were there were a lot of times like a, a second and three, a third and four. There was yeah. a third yeah. and it was like a third and six designed run. I did not like. That He's they also did. one of the the few guys yeah. out there where it's like if it's fourth and short, we're gonna like have you make a play. Like we're gonna roll you out, but like go make the play because people can't tackle you. Yeah. So he yeah, has some of those too as yeah. well. But he but in the game, I believe Singletary finished with twenty seven yards rushing, which I told you guys was a key. And and I say all that because it's a style I mean, of play that you're forced to be in. I mean, even on their opening drive, they didn't even seem to they wanted to have Singletary run the ball. He had like four catches in the first drive. He yeah, turned think, he turned more into a receiver lately. Yeah, I think but, he was thirteen for twenty seven on his rushing attempts yard. Yeah, I but I I mean I, I swear I think he had four or five catches in that in that opening drive. Mm -hmm. Like, and so they obviously didn't feel like they wanted to run the ball. 
with him that I, much. Well, and, and that's been a lot of what you see from them is they're going to get rushing yards in unique ways a lot of the time. Um, and I think they know that the interior of the Chiefs line is absolutely freaking terrifying. And so why, the ball outside. why go at them? At, why take it to them with the thing they're the best at? I mean, right. they, like, they, and, I, and I would say that the second tier, they are not good at. Mm-hmm. But if you can get to the outside on them, that's how you do it. And honestly, Singletary is not great at running off tackle. Um, and he does not make good reads off tackle. And so uh, he makes better reads on an interior zone. Um, and so it seemed like, yeah, Grant, they were, they were trying to get the ball to the outside, but doing it in a way where they were flicking him the ball rather yep. than handing it. And um, I say all that to say that it forces this style of play where they have to pass quite a bit. When you do that, you're tiring an offensive line down. When you do that, uh, you are tiring your receivers out, which I digs, by the way. Did One catch for seven yards. Trash in this game. Um, they even were, after watching they, the AF, even after last year watching the ceremony, I saw the meme too. Yeah, for motivation. Both of the Diggs brothers got cooked. Yes, All right? they did. That's they what did. it comes down to. They did. I I was, uh, I, but I was just watching this and that style play you forced them into. This is how you beat this team. And I know that they stuck with it. Um, the the Bills did the whole time, and they were neck and neck, and it looked like they were going to win that game, and they should have. They should have because yeah. they shouldn't have been able the the Chiefs shouldn't have been able to move the ball down the field uh, in 13 no. seconds. But when you force a team to pass that much early and they're not as successful, that means that they're giving the ball back to the other team who is running the ball, is keeping their defense off the field. And it was literally what saved this game for the Chiefs is that they kept their defense off the field enough to where when it came time for certain things to happen, they were able to do it a little bit more. Yep. Just Cl- a little bit more. Clyde Edwards-Alaire had a couple big runs to yep. just sustain some drives. Yep. Chew some clock. That's all they needed. Yeah, and and that is what it takes. That's what it takes to beat the Bills. Uh, it's something that not a lot of teams have done really well this year. You saw the Jaguars surprisingly do it very well. Um, and, you know, and just a, a handful of other games that the Bills didn't look super great in. And it was always when they stopped Singletary, they forced passing early. And they were able. Uh, the team was able to keep it close enough to force things to happen, yeah. um, and uh, and keep the the Bills' defense on the field. Um, great game though. Uh, in uh, and in, we'll get through all the thrillers here. The 49ers take down the Packers in one of the coldest games that you will ever see. Uh, Windchill had it down to zero. Uh, on no the thanks. Field. Um, I have. A lot of little things to say here. I know that we haven't been together in a while. The 49ers, this was really their third playoff game um, because they had to beat the Rams at the end of the regular season in overtime just to get in. And then once they did that, had to go to Dallas um, and watch what we've already discussed a little bit about one of the more poorly managed (laughs) games, I would say by both teams in the fourth quarter. I was very unimpressed. Yeah, if you're not a fan, you're not impressed. uh, Who was it that was in motion? Uh, Trent Williams. Yeah, when he didn't let him get set, I was like, "Why? First of all, why are we even doing that?" Jimmy's fourth quarter mental errors were brutal. Well, it, they do it because every time we put Trent in motion on that play, the play goes to the right. Yeah, and Jimmy was going to the left. Yeah, he he saw the gap and clearly had it. That's why he called it so early. You see Trent's fingers like a couple inches off the ground there, and Jimmy knew he had it, and he just got excited, and called it. Jimmy made horrible, horrible mental errors, including the interception there. Uh, in the second half in that game, uh, apparently was dealing with a sprained shoulder. 
Um, you got the, you got the thumb that's why thing. The throwing, He's got the shoulder yeah, thing. So, wait, Jimmy Garoppolo was dealing he, with an injury? Shocker. What? Shocker. What? But that doesn't sound like him. For what it's worth, was. I, was, I was a 49ers fan for the last two weeks. I will say that. Yes. Not this week. I, I was couple. rooting for yes. you guys to beat the Cowboys. Absolutely. I, I was rooting for you guys to beat the Packers. I don't yes. hate the Packers, but I, yeah, I needed that Even one. Even though, because I was, from my perspective, I was like, I don't want to play the Packers. I think the Packers are oddly gettable this year. And I said that several weeks yeah. ago when well, I was Niners like. The should have beat them in week three. Yeah. Um, you know. But then 28 sh- seconds. Oh, yeah. But I, my thing is, just, I, I don't want to see any more games played in that weather because it was, it, <laughs> obviously it was an exciting game, but there was. It was one offensive say, touchdown score. It was not exciting for most people really only paid attention in the last six minutes. Yeah. Um, it was really not that exciting for the first three quarters. I watched once the entire the thing with my wife and blocked. she didn't leave the room. She didn't leave the room once. Wow. Like she was like fine sitting next to me. I think we both had our at different points, but put our head on each other's shoulder while I watched <laughs> this game. That's how calm I was. Because I was, I just accepted defeat is honestly what wow. happened. I was like, man, we really suck. I did yell at Jimmy on third down literally the entire game because uh, he got sacked four times on third down. He yeah. would not throw yeah. the flipping ball. They were all on him, hundred yep. percent. Um, they were some not drops, even coverage. Sacks. Some drops early. Kelsey, well, and those, those hands, man, with that ball. I mean, and then Kelsey made up for it though with that catch at the sideline. Kittle, yeah. Kittle, Kittle, yeah. Kittle, 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 Kittle. That. That catch was yeah. freaking dynamite. I will say, uh, that game is proof that you need to be good in all facets of the football game because with the Packers having the worst graded special teams unit by Pro Football Focus, uh, that lost in the game yeah. for for giving up 10 points. 10 points were given up from special teams. The you know, Obviously, the well, there was a block kick, cost them three points, and right then... Right half. Right yep. before the half, which was big. When I saw that happen, I was like, and and I saw Shanahan being amped and excited, and the the whole Niners sideline being amped. Yep. I was like, that could mean something. Even I, though it's just a block excited. kick, just, even though it's just a block kick for it to be the type of game. It's like I feel like this is the type of game it's going to be. It's going to be one of those gritty games. Obviously, the weather was getting worse and worse throughout the game. Um, I was like, honestly, that might be the game right there, just because right. of the type of game that the Niners knew they had to play. And the Packers weren't, yeah. weren't they, the Packers weren't prepared to play that type of game. Honestly, that's that's, uh, that's honestly what it was. And then obviously you have to have a, a you can't be the worst special teams unit and expect to and, win games. Well, Kyle Shanahan had said it on Monday, Monday preceding the game. They talked to him about you know key emphasis this week and what did the 49ers need to do to win. And he said, look, cold game like this, you're not going to be able to move the ball the way you normally would. Neither team is. He said, what we absolutely have to do is win special teams. Yeah. He well, said, our key this week will be winning special teams. And, and he said that from Monday on. And it was one of those moments where you're like, yeah, I totally agree with that. And then in the back of my head, I was like, yeah, but we're not going to do that. Because <laughs> when the 49ers suck at special teams as well. Yeah. Um, and I hadn't seen us play well in it all year. But what he did was he went to practice and he's like, listen, starters, uh, you are going to play special teams. Brandon Ayuk was a gunner. Well, and honestly, yeah. I think special teams plays more than any other plays give you that energy and momentum more than even like a defensive touchdown. Yeah. I think like, you know, being able to return a touchdown, blocking punts, block, those are huge. Yeah. Be, those are huge because especially with field goals, like for most, if you have a good kicker, it's like those are mostly a given for yeah. the most yeah. part. Well, and Gould then be, is never missed. Right. Yep. I mean. Knocking <laughs> on wood here. Yeah. That, that's fake, well, isn't it? 
You're trying to hose me. <laughs> that, that's fake. Okay. This is, All right. No, this is real. This is but, real. But seriously, I feel like, I just feel like in, even, even in, I'm thinking of like games, even for the Seahawks this year, the games yeah. that they've won are ones where they've shown up on special teams. They did it to, to the Niners. Yeah. That's true. To, and both the games they've won, they had big special teams plays. And that and just that momentum, that energy that it brings when your defense and offense don't have to score, your special teams unit can. That's huge. Well, I mentioned Ayuk being a gunner on special teams. Debo returned a 49-yard uh, kickoff in the second half. Um, and I'd mentioned earlier, nobody had kicked to him for the most part this year. That was only his third uh, return. Been back 17 kicks. Um, so, you know, the 49ers got opportunities they wouldn't normally get. Uh, luck of the draw with Jordan Willis getting paw on that punt, and uh, nobody could see it. The camera didn't zoom out in time, but I, I did see it was the deflection immediately. Forever, and I went, it felt like. And I stood up and I went, "No way, no way!" I said, "Where is it going? Where is it going?" And so I'm, did everyone on the field. They yelling, didn't know where it was they going. Had no clue. Punter sitting there turning around. I don't even remember that guy's name. Looking for the, uh, the his kick that had just gone uh, off. Uh, Bjorkes, Bjorkes, something like that. Nice. Okay. Sure. I didn't even know that one. I'll believe you. I'll take your um, word on that one. I was watching the game. Didn't see it. Uh, but no, uh, Huafonga, uh, who is a local Oregon boy. Shout out. Way, uh, he, uh, he actually went to uh, neighborhood church uh, for, I think it was like six months. Uh, Connor and I were talking about that the other day. Um, and then uh, uh, he attended the shift for quite a while here in town. Yeah. So anyway, uh, him and his family did. But uh Anyway, I walked it into the end zone. Just, you know, again, luck of the draw bounced right into his hands. There were three 49ers there and, and no Packers there because they left when the ball was kicked. Uh, they were yeah. all gone. Uh, other than the punter, who was really the only one that had a chance and one lineman that had stayed down, apparently. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that happens. Uh, you know, and then the, the thing I want to, I'm going to, I, I could break down Jimmy and say how much I hate him um, <laughs> most of the time. And since we have been on the air, I'm a big proponent of Jimmy, and I would say arrogant things about Jimmy during the regular season. I've wanted to slaughter him for the last month. In the second quarter, when he got hit for the third time on third down and went Honestly, down with the ball, I literally texted Mike and said, trade him. I'm done. I have never done that. They're winning games him. despite Jimmy Garoppolo. But then they win games because of him. Because in the fourth quarter, when they had to get the ball down the field, the dude hits the seam twice. He makes good decisions, can great footwork, great timing. Decisions. But he did. He did. That's what when I'm saying. He, he when can. It, when it mattered, he did it. And here's the thing. Jimmy won another game on the road. Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, this is the top three quarterbacks since uh, career road win percentage since the merger of the NFL-AFL, including postseason. Mahomes. 26 and 7 at 788 on the road. In second place is Jimmy Garoppolo at 20 and 6, 769 win percentage. Just to give some perspective, the next guy on the list is Joe freaking Montana at 63 and 25 at 716. That's a minimum 25 starts to qualify um, on the road in the NFL. Yeah. I, Jimmy wins games. I hate his guts. He makes me stressed. We were joking right before we started about how I should have the grayest beard you've ever seen. Um, you know, my hair is already basically getting there. I mean, it's not, but it is. And uh, on the sides, it and, is. And, and, and like, it's uh, yeah, I got a lot like right here right now. Yeah, I don't know. Where it peeks uh, out of your hat. Yep. It it it, uh, it it's been a lot lately. But honestly, he just does that. He wins. 
week in and week out. And and I know we're going to get to this later, but the dude, as much as he ticks me off, I just feel like he's a good luck charm at this point. That's what he is. He's a rabbit's foot. He's a, he's our rabbit's foot. Yeah. We win games when he plays. When he does not play, I watch Trey Lance and I'm like, dude, there's moments with this kid where you're like, holy cow, he's special. But I don't want him to play. <laughs> I just, I don't. He doesn't win games yet. Jimmy does. So, um, I, but it could be better. It could definitely be better. Could you imagine I, if I view you had... this as a Jared Goff, Sean McVay situation? Literally. Where? Oh, I don't think it's that. I got another one for you. I, 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 I do because sh- we get to a Super Bowl, we lose, and it's like, okay, well, now imagine a like literally just a better quarterback because Dude, McVay's uh, winning Matt, despite Goff. He's literally the Shanahan worst part is of your winning team. despite Garoppolo. I don't think you know my team well enough to say that. Okay, maybe your special team. Maybe your special team. Definitely, um, whoever is whoever's got coverage on kickoffs is the worst part of our okay, team. But, but I'm talking about defense. Like you have great D line. You have a fantastic run game. Fantastic O line. You've got great weapons in Debo and Kittle and Ayuk. Yep. Out of all of those things, you've got to know that Shan- the thing that he is the, the worst the, star player. No, like, like he is the thing. He is the thing that that's he's the most important player, and he's one of the worst players. Yes, but out of twenty two starters, but here, ah, uh, no, one no. of. Uh, we there's have, some. There's some pretty. Bad there's a, there's a rookie players. named Ambry Thomas who yeah, has okay. gotten way better. Who but has gotten rookie, way better? He's a rookie, but he's gotta, a rookie. There, um, there, there are some things. Uh, sure, but. Yeah. Your, all I'm saying is, I'm just thinking, like, man, could you imagine if you guys had someone, like, even someone like Derek Carr on your team? I would actually say, you guys watch enough of this game on Sunday to know, or Saturday to know this, but the right side of my offensive line is probably the weakest part. Yeah. Sure. Um, Tom Compton's had a really good season filling in for McGlink. Uh, he had a real bad Saturday. But just but that imagine, might have been weather. Just imagine if you had, just like Derek Carr, okay. in terms of skill set Here, and arm talent, like, he definitely has more of that than Jimmy Garoppolo. I, I think, um, I don't think that it's necessarily necessarily a fair comparison with Goff. I think that, uh, and that's because when you look at the touchdown interception percentage or ratio, Jimmy Jimmy does better for sure. He doesn't get as many yards sometimes because Goff would get yards, but then make horrible decisions. I did. Ha- I wish I still had it. I did a whole uh, Jimmy G, Jared Goff blind stat comparison, and it was yeah. actually much closer to you would think, just despite the fact that Goff fumbles so much. That's where most of the turnovers <laughs> came from. But other than that, the win percentage was actually very close. The touchdown interception ratio was actually not on the road. Close. It wasn't because Jimmy Garoppolo on the road. No, just um, I actually think that uh, the Jimmy is uh, a, a better game manager, but uh, comparable in many ways to Ryan Tannehill, mm. uh, who lost this weekend in the next uh, game we're going to profile to the Bengals. Who beat Jimmy G. Um, who did beat <laughs> Jimmy G on a Thursday night. Um, and, uh, yeah, and I would say that, that it happen. was one of the worst games the Niners have played. I, was, I would also say that making a team play a 1 p.m. and then fly across the country for a, a Thursday. Thursday night game. Oh, is that, was, absolute that, was that one of those COVID rescheduled? No, no, no. This was a Monday night yeah, and was a that Thursday one night? Right, yeah, no, it was, no was Sunday, afternoon. Sunday afternoon, one o'clock. Oh, oh, oh. And then you got to come back and play in less than four days um, NFL. on Thursday night. Stop with Thursday night football. Switch it to Saturday. Just put it on Saturday. It's what we want. Don't. That's what we, we don't care about Thursday the night people, football. The people, Shut up. The people Give who, it to us Saturday night. Like as soon as the wild card round started, well, actually yeah. before that, 
with like week 18 and we started getting those mm-hmm. okay, but, Saturday but, games. Okay, I was like, this thing. is the best thing They're doing it to ever. protect college football. No, kick college football out of the 5 p.m. Pacific slot. Get it over with. No one's watching those games Especially the way they no used to. 7 p.m. Pac-12 matchups. Get them out of here. I'm, I, dude, Alabama doesn't want to play at five or at eight o'clock or eight fifteen or eight thirty on Saturday night. They don't. So put it earlier in the day. Put it at five o'clock or put it in that four thirty slot uh, Eastern time and, and besides, let them play. The people, those, those games are garbage anyway who, most who, of the time. People who love college football are still going to watch college football at those times if they yeah. like it. If they like it more than the NFL and vice versa. And, yeah. and and I understand they're trying to space out the games enough to not have as much conference overlap. Well, so I, you're I, watching always, like Alabama's paying attention to the LSU game earlier in the day or something and like I, that. I've always I heard this it, too. Like there's but, this whole there's this whole like theory that it's, you know, Thursday night NFL, Friday night's high school yeah. football, Saturday night and then Saturday night's college football, Sunday night is yeah. NFL, it's, Monday night's NFL. It's like history. You're not running over the Friday night lights for the high schoolers. You're leaving right. stuff alone. But here's what they should do. If you want to have a real game of the week in college football, put it on Thursday night. Give them that slot. Because yeah. that's yeah. much better TV than watching the Jaguars play the Bills on Thursday night or watching these were some the Jaguars play these whoever were the absolute, to twice a year. This is honestly some of the worst yeah. Thursday night games we had this year, this year yeah. that I think even the last three, four years. Most every single one of them sucked. We had we had a couple good ones. I think there was a Green Bay game that was pretty decent, uh, but there was a lot of injuries there. there was, I mean, this is the thing is you're battling all these injuries, so a lot of times you're watching not a complete team play on Thursday yep. night because that your your body needs a week to recoup. They're not getting any practice in real. to get ready for it, anyways. Because no, they're, they're just trying to recover. They're recovering and then they're traveling. Yeah. So let the colleges schedule their cupcake game on Saturday, okay? Where they only play the starters half the time anyway. There you go. And then go play Thursday night and give them prime time. I they get five days instead of the NFL getting four or less than you four. Mean a Michigan Ohio State. That's, what, that's night. exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> like, let's do it. Come on, you know let's the ratings. Do rivalry on games on Thursday nights. That's what we should do. The Ducks playing the Beavers on Thursday night. You get. You need to get. Um. You need to get like Penn State playing whoever. Like uh, Michigan State. I really like that game. That's usually a really good game. Um. But like, yeah, the Floridas need to play each other on yeah. Thursday night. Like, let's do it. Texas Oklahoma State on Thursday or Oklahoma uh, on Thursday night. That yep. would be incredible. Let's go. I said what I said about Tannehill though, uh, because I want to get to this Bengals Titans game. Uh, genuinely, this was a case of Tannehill being Tannehill the and Miami Dolphins Tannehill, a superhero and Ugh. screwing it up. Uh, what a bad decision that he made at the end of the fourth quarter, uh, trying to drive the, the score's twenty twenty. He's trying to get the win and uh, makes a makes a pass on the uh, left hash mark that he just shouldn't have. That he should have left alone. He forced one in. Uh, gets picked off by the Bengals and Joe Burrow, Joey B gets gets to smoke the big fat cigar again. Mm. Uh, he didn't do it. I didn't see any big pictures, but I did. They asked, somebody asked him later if he smoked a cigar, a cigar when he got home. He's like, I didn't make it home. He's like, of course I did. I, I saw one floating around. <laughs> you did? Okay, there's from some the, photos out from like everybody will like do their like Instagram lives from the locker room, and I saw yeah. some screenshots. Okay, from that, okay. So. It, it, apparently that is the time that he smokes cigars is after these big wins. 
Um, because Joe Burrow then gets the opportunity and he immediately drives it downfield, gets him in position. And McPherson, this kid is I love not him. scared Dude, at I all. I love him. The cojones. Um, uh, can, can I just say, this so apparently he's going to be on Pat as soon as the season's over. Yeah. They're, get, he's, they're getting him. For the brand. I cannot wait for the brand to get him on the show and just hear this kid go nuts because that is dude. one dude who is well, like, give me the like ball, the I'm winning Championship. the game. <laughs> like, how often do we hear that from a rookie kicker? Dude. The confidence. Dude, his his jerseys are sold out on NFLshop.com. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Or maybe I wake up in the morning, not piss know, excellence, boys. That's what I do. I, I Dude, I'm it. here for it. <laughs> I love it. He was, it was money he, on all of his game-winning field goals this year. He hit them all. I He was no doubt going to make th- I think if that was 65 yards and he was in, Lambo would have made that kick. Yeah. I mean, he, he has no doubt of his own uh, abilities. It's not to say that he's been perfect this year. No. Because he's missed a few the, here and there. the Packers game where him and... Crosby couldn't make oh yeah oh, that to save was their them life. that's right yeah was they that was that week right. one or two no that was no it's a few was, weeks in no, it, was, it, was, it was a few weeks in but they were just going back no, and forth Fierce, and it was like uh, what is even happening Mc, it was October and then McPherson ends up hitting the game winner yeah. McPherson doing that though is huge because that's all kicking is it's all mental I mean obviously you have to have accuracy but if you don't have confidence in yourself when you go kick field goals you're not gonna have a job. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and it and it really did. I, I don't know what was going on. I it, over the course of this game, I'm you know I'm I'm paying attention, but I'm not getting to watch everything. I had some stuff going on with the family, and uh, I, but I'm watching one specific thing in this game because the the storyline was supposed to be King Henry returns, return of the and king, takes the Titans into the AFC Championship game and gets it done after they I. <clears throat> Uh, after they put that offense in to make it whole and, and get going and 60 yards. Yeah. The road to the Super Bowl goes through Tennessee. Yeah, you know it, it did. <laughs> <laughs> um I for Joe Burrow it certainly did, but I I uh I just was really underwhelmed at what seemed to be like uh, the offensive line being prepared for that game. Here's you have to thing. win that and that that defense is beatable. McNichols was better than Henry was. Yeah. Yep. But Here, and they here's got the interesting what of, if. I don't like know, playing hypotheticals in sports. I mean, they're fun, right? Sure. Especially like in basketball, they're kind of fun. Like, oh, if, what if so-and-so got drafted here? Especially as a Blazer fan, there's a lot of what ifs. Yeah, but uh, yeah. what if they were able, if Henry was able to come back the week before, get his legs under him, yeah. could he potentially have rushed for 140 yards and two touchdowns and won the game? That's just, I'm just curious about that, but I'm sure... He, if he wasn't ready, he wasn't ready. Well, I almost think they wouldn't have anyways, even if he was healthy, because then they had the bye, and it's like, well, we're going to go into the bye, like, let's, right. just, That's let's true. run this guy in practice yeah. and, like, not risk him getting hurt, because but I remember then when you they, have the whole scenario, it's like, well, why did you put him back in and let him get hurt again before potentially risk his, so it, right. Yeah, but I remember, but yeah, I I remember seeing, saying. I remember seeing when they activated him off IR for the 21-day window, it was, like, week 17, so I'm like, oh, snap, if he can come back get a game under before the playoffs because again their their spot wasn't locked up as the number one seed i was like oh snap that could seriously be huge and they could yeah. do pretty much what they did last year is run their way into the afc championship potentially win that game because i was gonna say because that was huge i was thinking if he could come back get a game then i think we would have seen the real return yeah. of the well, game i mean that's kind of what we did with cam Akers. right we brought him back in last yeah. week gave him just a few touches and then statistically, his numbers weren't crazy in the Cardinals game, but he had a really big impact on that. Yeah, he did. Uh, yeah. On that game. Obviously, we will eventually get to the Rams game this week. 
uh, talked about Cam Akers. We're there, about to. But, we're almost there. But uh, but yeah, we're I, not even same, there yet. Same kind of thing with Derrick Henry. Would have been nice <laughs> to see. Obviously, I would have just rather him get the rushing title this year because he was going to destroy any. Numerical... I was wanting that because oh, I wanted some. Because I wanted I wanted a running back MVP again. That's I was like. Seriously, that's what I th- thought we should have won just on that, that rate if he had done, just continued to just... Yeah, him and Cooper Cup would have been battling back and forth, you know, for the for the MVP. <laughs> we'll talk that, about, talk I, about that. our oh, guesses next week. Oh, yeah. We got, yeah, we're, we're going to be doing our uh, player award guesses Because that is really week. fascinating. That award is fascinating to me this year. It, it, will, it will tell a certain... I, I think a certain turn the NFL is going to take uh, with the additional uh, things we're going to talk about in a moment, additional stats... Uh, contributing and um, what one more win I think can do to m- stir that pot of uh, of the MVP discussion. Yeah. Um, it gives the opportunity for one more team to get one more win, and if that player has a little bit more emphasis, maybe than the next guy, then that might just be the thing that gets it done. So yeah. um, that'll be really interesting uh, to have a conversation on next week, but. Uh, again, in that Bengals Titans game, I Henry just didn't have it. You could tell. Um, and in the, at the end of the day, though, a bad decision by Ryan Tannehill again. Two bad decisions. Um, Get two picks, right? Two, two, fair, but I think I think that last one not was all of them were like turnover worthy. Yeah, that sure. last one forcing it like just it, don't you do that. Just you, uh, yeah. yeah. That is a that's a thing that Mahomes doesn't do. That and I and I also does. don't want to underplay <laughs> like he had a dime to AJ Brown in the end yep. zone where mm-hmm. AJ just cradled it with one arm as he was turning around. Right. That was a very very nice way to kind of like start off this weekend of football. Yep. Um. And then also kind of goes without saying, but um, Joe Burrow winning a game being sacked nine times, which I think Whole is tied yeah no tied for the most crud. ever. Yeah. Um, they got to fix that, or it's going to be a really it's going to be a bloodbath. And, uh, and I mean, might still the Titans' be- defense is legit. The offensive line for the Bengals has been bad all year. Um, They've been able to make up for it a little bit because I mean, again, another what if? Like if I do want to see a new coach. <laughs> not that I have like a big problem with Zach Taylor. The fact that they never brought somebody into the backfield a majority of the time to help any pass rush at all. Where's the chip? There's no chip. Where's the chip? He's by himself and they don't even have to like rush five to get to him. They'll just Um, pass rushes. They they got Chris Jones coming this week. That dude does have a Frank Clark for the health and safety of Joe Burrow. We need to have either a a generational line. That was, that was Chandler Jones who had the five sack game. Chris Jones has one. Oh, this year? Yeah, no, not this year. Just in oh, general, he's got okay. one. Yeah, those names I always get those I names get mixed Chandler, up. No, I, but, Chandler, uh, Chris. I, yeah. you, good, it's fine that you're correcting me. You I have do this proven a lot. yourself. I, mean, I, you don't know. This is I don't even know the Bosa. The Bengals <laughs> kind of pay the price for not drafting Penny Sewell, but also like Jamar we, Chase is going to win Offensive Rookie know, of the Year. We we see what they got there. So it's like you have to scheme block a little better to overcome the fact that you can't have the talent there and you're going right. to be going up whether they would have played the bills or the chiefs uh because the bills have a number two, one defense two solid deep and front sevens yeah and, and that pass rush for uh kansas city is going to be eating joe alive i'm going to be rooting for the Bengals. yeah we're not going to get into pick them stuff just yet but i'm going to be rooting for the Bengals, and i don't really like the chances with that because <laughs> he's just going to be under duress all game 
Um, but you know, I guess we'll see. They're gonna they're gonna have to get Mahomes to make some boo boos, or somebody's gonna have to make some boo boos. Clyde's gonna have to fumble the ball. Something's gonna happen. You can't have bank on a Jamar Chase like two hundred plus yard game again. No, no not <laughs> to, it. well to win by a field goal. No, but I will say if Honey Badger's not playing, that's big. Unleash the beast. Well, because and I think the three-headed the three-headed the three-headed monster because Boyd, Boyd, Jamar Chase. Because genuinely, you guys know who's on the other side of the field. Sorensen. <laughs> Mr. Gets yeah. Burned. And I will say, like, Joe Mixon's been a good receiving threat for them, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I, ironically, they have, like, a really uh, well-rounded offense, except for their offensive Uzama line, which is, like, yeah. the most important Shows part. up, too, tight end for that yeah. team. Yeah, he's yeah. great. Well, they, um, <clears throat> the last one we need to get to, sorry, the, the cough there. Um, but uh, the Rams this, this last weekend um, may have retired the GOAT. They might have full circle, Tom. Uh, <laughs> yeah, preach, bro. Yeah, uh, when when he makes that joke, he is clearly referencing what we mentioned earlier. Which Tom time? did start his career uh, as a quarterback by taking down the Rams in the Super Bowl. Uh, a very and good Rams. The Rams team. may have just ended him. Although I would really like to see the Rams not win the Super Bowl <laughs> this year. Um, but uh, down Same. fourteen. With four minutes left, I right before the score uh, this, was though, this score was twenty seven to three at one point. I, I have yeah. something to say about Sean McVay and his retarded play calling. I said the R word. <laughs> um, you throw the ball three times up fourteen <laughs> in a row. Yeah, it's not with ideal. four and a half minutes on the clock. I, um, and the first two went for incompletions, and you didn't go, hey. If we take 40 off the clock here, they probably won't be able to drive the ball down two times and score. Or potentially have to burn a timeout. Yeah. Or or whatever. Or they put yeah. them in that situation. And I went, I, I watched first down and I went, no flipping way. They could I'm have. Watching this, I, I'm uh, watching this by myself and I'm like, and I text Mike and I go, dude, you don't run the ball here? What is this, Shanahan? I will like, say, are you kidding me? I will Super say, <laughs> there, there was a stretch where every first down, there was like a six to one ratio of like first down run plays to first down pass plays, and we could not run the ball. Now, obviously, at this time, it's more of a clock take, management. Take, 100%. It's a clock management thing, but it, I, I feel like so, it's a double-edged sword because we had the same thing when we played you guys. We didn't necessarily try to get the first down throwing the ball that ended up being our downfall because we couldn't yeah. convert and we played a little too conservative, let the clock run out as much as we could, but then you just give the ball right back. So I feel like it's one of those weird things where it's like, if it works cool, that's what we wanted them to do a few weeks back, mm -hmm. but then they do it and it doesn't work this time. And you know, uh, we're handing the ball off 24 times to Cam Akers for 48 yards and he's fumbled twice. That, so that is problematic. It, it is um, a really weird gray area, but I do agree. It was the second time I'd seen it happen in less than a quarter because at the end of the third, McVay did the same thing and gave the ball back in 25 seconds. Like 25 seconds is all he got off the clock. I mean, uh, I, I get I, that they have just, a great passing attack. I, I do. I totally do. But dude, And obviously it showed up at the end when it mattered. Short place, yeah. bubble screen, something. Get the ball not on the ground or out of bounds or over someone's head. Like these were, these were f like long forming pass plays 
Um, and and I the decision that Stafford was making, I don't know if it's his primary or his second or his third target he's going for, but the dude was throwing the ball towards the sideline every stinking play, and it seemed like there was mostly out routes going. And I'm just like, this is not winning football at all. You Second half, when you have the two-score lead, you walk the clock down. He had the opportunity to take four and a half minutes off the clock on three and outs and in uh, within the last yeah. quarter and 16 seconds, and he threw the ball six times, and he took off a total of 42 seconds. And I was like, I, I was, could not believe what I was in watching. My, in my head, I th- I, giving I even, him the game. I even had a text in our group chat. I was like, did the Rams just not want to win? I seriously, like, it, it just seemed like offensive play call wise, I, it was not smart game management at all. I've, I said the same thing the week before about the 49ers Cowboys. If, if literally all the 49ers had to do was get four first downs between the third minute of the third quarter and the end of that football game, and it was over, and instead of running the ball all over the Cowboys, which they had been the entire time, by the way, uh, number one and number three rushers left in the playoffs going in the division uh, round, uh, Elijah Mitchell, Debo. Number one and number three going into the conference championship round rushers, Elijah Mitchell and Debo. Um, why they didn't keep doing it in the same uh, facet right there. I don't understand what it is with Shanahan and with McVay, but when they get late in the third quarter, they go for the kill shot and it doesn't stinking work. It's the NFL. They've made their adjustments. They're leaving well, the two safeties back. Tech, They're not going to let you get away with it. Technically, it did work because the Rams ended up winning the game. They won the game because he threw that freaking <laughs> bomb to Cooper Cup, who might be the MVP of the NFL. And of course it worked because the morons left him in a one-on-one because the Bucks secondary sucks this year. That is why they and won they, the game. And they blitzed and the, slot- the best quarterback against the Blitz all year. Uh, yes, I agree with yep. that as well. Bad call. But I also understand the Bucks take a lot of chances. They do. Yeah. Uh, with their front seven, usually, I couldn't believe hey, that they came off Bruce the Arians. side on that. It's Bruce Arians. Yeah. You Why? Risk, it's Bruce Arians. Risk it for the biscuit. I, uh, oh, the biscuit could have stayed right where it was, and it would have been <laughs> well, fine right only, over there. Not only did the Rams seem like they didn't want to win the game, the take, Bucks didn't seem they want to take all the, all of the literally the five course meal that the Rams were giving them on I a silver know. platter. And they're like, and, well, our no, 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 we're good. We'll drops. go to McDonald's I, instead. I know Short that routes. we obviously yeah. let them back into the game, but our defense is actually very good. It's hard to it over defense. It's hard to overcome your offense, giving them the ball four times. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah. if, yeah. and I was talking to Grant about this Amen. Uh, before Except the 49er fan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, I know. See, I just don't turn the ball over. The, one of the reasons that I feel more confident coming out of this week is those kind of turnovers are very quirky in a way. Like, I mean, yeah, uh, interceptions are far more common than fumbles. Well, and especially from Cooper Cup, who didn't fumble yeah. all year. Cooper Cup, like receivers fumbles don't and, really fumble that often, anyways. No. And and he's got some of the most reliable hands in the entire league. Cam Akers is still kind of getting his carries under him. Obviously, I mean, he one of those fumbles. I mean, he landed on his head. Like that yeah, one, and, and the yeah. first one is like, okay, you fumble at the one that sucks. Like we would have been up twenty-seven to three before half, but it's like whatever. And I'll even give him the, the last snap one. over the head. That's that's another one where it's like that just doesn't that's really on happen. The center. Yep. Yeah, like that, that. You don't that, see a lot of that. That doesn't really happen. So it's one of those things where I don't think. I think I remember seeing this that no other team has like turned the ball over that many times and won and that won. game. 
Which yeah, is I why it. I, I oddly it. feel a little more confident because I'm like, we were literally beating the brakes off of them. Yes. And if we don't fumble and, half and as yourself, many times, as, so we put point. up like 40 points. And we short a 47-yard field goal and give them good yeah, field position Yeah, that was weird because it, 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 it wasn't a bad hold, um, but it felt like the timing was a little bit off and he, got, he clearly he got under went it. under it. Yeah, yeah I, thought, him, I, I honestly, at first glance, I was like, oh, he made it. And then I saw him go like, no, I was like, what the heck? And then they showed it again, and it was like clearly that angle way is so short. hard to see. And like, I was it's like, sort of oh, tell, I, it's the worst angle in sports. Yeah, like it really is. I so always just look at the show refs. Me from behind him. Yes, seriously, <laughs> Give me the sky cam from yeah. behind. Because and let me because see him it's so it dumb. On. Because yeah, the, I do like that. Because shot. they show it three seconds later. Yeah. They're like, oh, yep, yeah, it was short. I'm like, just show me that angle, morons. Yeah, well, I always just stare at the ref to see what they do. Yeah. Well, Jameson started peeing himself in the last four minutes because Tom Brady did get two chances uh, to put points on the board, and he took them both and did the dang thing. I was like, tied up the game, and then with how much time on the clock, the Rams got the ball back. We had like it was like 42, 43 seconds, one timeout. And First play is kind of a broken play that Stafford like scrambles, falls over. <laughs> Because he's getting pressured. I don't know if it was a miscommunication or if it was the pass rush that just blew everything up. Um, so we have to burn our time out right there. And then there's about like 30 something seconds left. Like 36? Yeah. Yeah. And then Cooper Cup breaks a guy's ankles running an out route. Mm-hmm. Gets out of bounds. And then. Again. The shot heard around the world. Cooper Again. Cup. When you let Cooper yards, Cup go one on one. In the slot. 44 yards. From the with, slot. From the slot. Only safety help. Winfield Jr. getting absolutely toasted. Should have threw up the peace sign. That's not a Cooper Cup oh, thing, though. <laughs> that's a Tyreek uh, thing. Catch, Which he did again, by the way. In the air forever. And, of course, my guy comes through. Matt Stafford my gets guy. everybody set. Let's the clock run down to four seconds. Spike it. And then so Matt mad. Gay, revenge tour, Tampa Bay, cut him, comes back That's in. Right. Now he's a pro bowler, kicks the game winner. I was so mad. And honestly, kicker of the year, by the way, is there, a, is there an award for kicker of the year? There should be. In, the, in college, there, they call there, it the Ray, the there Ray There should guy be a Cy Young you. award for like quarterback so we can finally have a fair MVP conversation. Because there it's always just be. a quarterback. I am, I am I'm for okay that. that. I'm actually, I'm, I'm 100% for that. But, uh. What made me feel really good about that was Stafford has been getting slammed for his entire career. Can't do it in the postseason. It and then do even it. after the week before when we played the Cardinals, we just destroyed the Cardinals. That game was never going to be close. No, after I the stopped watching. Especially. I, I legitimately stopped watching. It was that, boring. That game was never in doubt. And so people even then were like, well, yeah, but when he like faces adversity, can he still get it done? We're on the road. In a divisional game against Tom Brady, go. He, Tom I, I don't Brady. know what his record is in those games, but it's actually it's absurd. very good. Actually absurd. So, despite the fact that everybody else on the team, other than Stafford, was blowing the game, that you know a team can get tilted real easy yeah. at that point in the game, knowing like, oh, Tom Brady, like he's already done this before. Now he's doing it to us again. Like, what the heck? A lot of teams might have even just taken a knee after you blow your timeout. You get almost sacked on the first play of that drive. Yep. And then for Stafford to make two of the biggest throws of his life, back to back, back to back, to see two that of the thing. biggest catches in Cooper, yeah, in his and his career, back and, to back. And then, what makes me feel good going to this next week again? We're not going to do pick 'em stuff yet, but the fact that we blew a game to the Niners to end the season, where we let them get back in and then we couldn't finish. Hold on, I've been waiting for this. Um, that game, the Forty ers had. A 
0.4% chance, 0.4% chance of winning after punting with 157 remaining in the game. In order to come back and win, the 49ers had to force a three and out, score a touchdown without any timeouts, and prevent the Rams from scoring again in regulation. Then got it, won an OT after some back and forth. But a 0.4% chance. I've been holding on to that one for okay. a few weeks. <laughs> there you go. But, uh, and even then, like, obviously Stafford threw a couple picks in that game, one to, to end it, but he still made the the play to Cooper Cup to uh, give us that lead before Jimmy he made the G, one that mattered. Uh, drove down there. But in this game, it was kind of the same thing where your team is getting tilted. Everybody else is kind of throwing the game away, and it's not Matt Stafford this time. And then he goes down there in the face of all that knowing that Tom Brady is knocking at your door and that you're going to be the front of every newspaper for the rest of eternity. Uh, and then you make the play of your life. So that made me feel really good uh, because we were finally able to kind of do it in the big moment. And yeah. by the way, Stafford's been probably other than, um, you know, obviously Josh Allen isn't in the playoffs anymore. And other than Mahomes, uh, I think Stafford technically has been putting up some of the best um, like rating I think he's like 131 rating in the playoffs right now. Um, so makes me feel really good. But wow, I, I had to cut off communication at some point in that game. Yeah. I stuffed my phone away. I took my Apple watch off so I couldn't get any notifications. My stream was like a few seconds behind. So like whenever yeah, something I, was happening, I, yeah, I was in that boat too. I, I was like, with you, we were actually like pretty close, but then I had well, I some friends that would be like a few seconds ahead. Right. I, I know because I, I watch it on not on my app, but I watch it uh, from my stream app through Xfinity. So I, my yeah. Xfinity is slightly delayed from what people are getting on Same. certain things. So I had to stay and off because usually I'm like refreshing social yeah. media and like so as soon as I see something, I can like, you know, see the reactions to everything. Yeah. But I was like, I can't do any of that because I'm getting stuff like a few seconds like they're about to ha uh, snap the ball and I'm getting notifications and I'm like, I don't know what just happened, whether it was good or bad. <laughs> and then, uh, and then I finally check my phone after Coop makes that catch the second catch. And I just, my phone was just blown oh, yeah. up with notifications from oh. all my friends, uh, like Cooper cup magic, what's going on Stafford, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, okay, Matt Gay is not going to miss this I one. I was telling Matt and this on Sunday, there is a sense of relief that I have knowing I have no dog in this fight. And oh, I that's how I felt watching the Chiefs game. I was like, oh, Yay. I'm gonna, I was, yeah, it's like I sat in that recliner. Seven wins. I took a stress halftime nap during that Chiefs yeah, game. I, I was like, like, you have to. Okay, now there's a break in the action. I'm going to take a nap real quick. I was like, man, yeah. that could have been very, very bad. I probably would have taken like a few days off of work. <laughs> just been <laughs> like, I'm going to go somewhere <laughs> that's not here oh, and funny. just be by myself. Well, the the we started the the breakdown of this game saying that the Rams may have retired the goat. If he goes out, he went thirty for fifty four, three twenty nine, a touchdown, an interception, got sacked three times. Total QBR is fourteen uh, for this game. Uh, Matt if you're Stafford, in the passer rating instead, I think it was like seventy seven. Yeah, and and a and for those of you that don't know, uh, QBR is on a zero to fifty scale. Uh, so 14 is obviously not good. Um, passer rating is on a 0 to 100. Uh, and they say 50 is average for an NFL quarterback. Uh, that's an average game. Probably like about 200 yards, maybe a touchdown and a pick or a touchdown and no picks. Um, and a decent completion percentage of like around 65. That that would be around a 50 to 50 to 60 uh, passer yeah, someone, rating. But 
So Tom Brady didn't have a horrible passer rating, but the dude had to throw 54 times to keep his uh, team in it. Yep. These are, these are by the way, big So happens ben when you numbers. play from behind. Yeah. <laughs> I was just yep. looking at that. I was yeah. like, this is a big Ben Well, and, and we kind of had the conversation earlier by the way, in the day, too, with Wirfs being goodbye, out. Goodbye, Big Ben. Yep. Ripped to his career. Yeah. It is but, over. Uh, but with Wirfs being out. That, that was, was huge. That was I, really... I, I, I texted you. I texted our group chat and I was like, he might be the most actually probably valuable player on this team. Yeah. Aside from I mean, Brady. their left tackle is getting cooked too. Uh, I can't can, remember. His yeah. Name, can but... we also say that the NFL clearly kept, uh, um, I'm just going to say this. I will say it. I'm going to be a conspiracy guy here. Uh, that was a fumble that when Tom Brady got hit in the arm on that play, and I it, nope tuck roll tuck roll tuck roll that was garbage. I don't know which one you're talking about? No, oh, where, where see, he, he, arm was going forward, but his elbow got hit. I uh, so when if you watch where it's at, his elbow is his, his elbow is forward, and his hand is back. That ball That's was not, not moving. Motion. It was not moving forward at yep. all. And they and I literally could not believe that they did not give that fumble to the Rams. Could not believe it. And then I was like, wait, no, I know yeah. why they're doing that. Yeah. Uh, I've been here before, but uh, no, I and I, I don't do, want to hear anybody complain about the uh, like unsportsmanlike stuff either. No, I don't want I don't want to hear that. any of that. That was his first unsportsmanlike in his entire career. And, and if we're being act. honest, m- maybe he got hit in the chin a little bit. Yeah. People are like, how do you? But his lips bleeding, like he obviously got hit in the head. I'm like, so have you what? ever bitten your lip before? Uh, Jimmy got clubbed in the head against the Cowboys. He's literally standing right in front of the ref. And I kid you not, like, gets hit in the side of the head. His helmet turns to the side. And the ref is watching this happen right in front of him. And they're like, incompletion, fourth down. And you're like, no. Um, That crap happens all the time. It was a game where, um, and there hasn't been as many of them now that the games are fewer. Um, You know, we don't have as many crews that we have to deal with, which we didn't even talk about the wild card weekend oh, crew. let's just not uh, let's, we'll, let's not even get refereeing. into it but fortunately yeah. it didn't feel like games were being decided by poor calls no this, this weekend around. this weekend i would say it didn't i do think that that was fumble uh for tom brady but i understand it's it's a whole thing maybe um, the most questionable one is the interception in the titans game where it looks like the nose of the ball is on the ground yeah mm. it's, it's it's just so yeah, hard I saw that one. to me like i'm pretty picky about like the catch rule yeah. stuff to me, it was one where you, if you call it on the field one way or the other, then that's going to stand. Yeah, you got to kind of. I don't with think it. they can it, overturn that one. There's because, because, yeah, because that, that's always that's detail. always been the rule. Yeah. The last like three years, it's like what was yeah, called so in the field. It, and that's what it. matters. And, and, and I, I'll be good with the consistency of that. Yeah, and just some so. will go your way, some will. I, I mean, another quite a close one was also the um, Ayuk taking two steps and not quite the third, which is now, oh, yeah. now the new. Um, oh, for platform. Uh, yeah, for it would have been a motion. fumble. Yeah. yeah, for forward motion, it has you have to get the third foot on the ground. Yeah. so you have to maintain possession with your two feet. That's that's possession. And then make a football and move. T- make a football move with your next step. Um, and he had one, two, and did not put the third foot down. And it was plain as day. But I mean, like in in time, I was like fumble. Dang it! Yeah. And they called it that way. It got reversed. But um, man, again, I know we spent a lot of time on it. What an amazing weekend of football. We're excited for the, ch- uh, the championship round matchups. We're going to do our pick them in a little bit. Uh, but I want to give some big props to my boy who today 
was elected into Cooperstown, into yes, the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame, Big Poppy. Mm-hmm. I am so pumped. I loved watching his reaction video today. Oh, uh, I didn't watch it. It's it's great. Is it cool? It's great. Okay, I'll watch it right he does, This is uh, Jack McConnell, who's a legendary uh, writer uh, in baseball and one of the uh, No Fun League guys. Um, I swear he hangs out with uh, with uh, Goodell. Roger Goodell all the time. Um, but Jack McConnell gives him the call and tells him that he has been uh, voted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. And Poppy just loses his flipping mind, like he just hit one out of the park to win. You know, the end of a seven game series. Um, it was in, it was great to watch. Um, I I have I I've been in some discussions today, some uh very not fruitful ones. About uh, the people that were excluded, um, yeah, which Grant chimed in on one of those. Uh, <laughs> baseball, am I right? Good call. Um, but uh, no, Barry Bonds, Kurt Schilling, Roger, uh, Clemens. Roger, Clemens Roger Clemens were eliminated from eligibility today. Did not get voted in. I I have something to say about those three in particular. Uh, when it comes to Kurt Schilling. And when it comes to uh, Roger Clemens, Roger Clemens outright cheated multiple times and got caught. Okay. And got caught is important. Okay. It really is. Um, Roger Clemens would have been known if he would not have done what he did, would have still made the Hall of Fame and would have been known as the greatest pitcher probably of his era. Um, yeah, and I'd say I, that. I, and, and this is a guy who played on the back end of Nolan Ryan's era and in the uh, um, beginning of Pedro Martinez's era. And I, I, so I would give him that middle era. That would be his. And um, he got caught, like plain and simple, multiple times and got banned from playing again. All right. So Roger Clemens deserves what's coming to him. I mean, he yeah, forfeited getting, getting, the right to walk getting, into the hall. Getting banned from the thing that you do, You're done. that's a big old it, stain on your record. It, Pete Rose got banned from coaching, and Pete Rose should never be in the Hall of Fame as a coach. But he also wasn't that good of a coach, or good of a manager, I should say. Um, he wasn't that great. He was mediocre. Um, but as a player, Pete Rose did not cheat, and he should be in the Hall of Fame. End of story. But when you get banned from managing, yeah, you shouldn't be in there as a manager. Um... Kurt Schilling intentionally ticked off every human being that he could ever find to make angry. Um, he also doesn't quite have the numbers, in my opinion, uh, in terms of the wins. 300 is the is the marker um, for most starting pitchers. He's just under it. I understand that he does have a couple World Series, uh, and you would definitely say he won one of, or well, was a very big part of one of those. Uh, the other, he had uh, Randy Johnson pitching next to him, so... You know, Ooh, it was kind of a that's my boy. It was a one two right there. Um, they got it done. But I I I think Kurt Schilling has literally burnt every bridge that came to him. Now <laughs> and and again, numerically he he meets certain markers but doesn't meet others uh that you would consider uh for a pitcher who needs to go to the Hall of Fame. So those two guys, I get why they're not in there. Barry Bonds, however, Barry Bonds is likely one of the three greatest, I, he is one of the three greatest hitters of all time. His head is absolutely ginormous, however. Um, it is bigger than mine, it, which I have, I, I rock a <laughs> seven and five eighths. 
It is bigger than my brother who who literally sizes out hats. Dude, like can't. he can't even hit an eight on 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 hats. Okay, that's how big my brother's head is. And and Barry Bonds' head is bigger than both of ours. And we have two of the biggest noggins I've ever seen. Okay, I would I would second that notion. I, my brother in particular. Yes. I mean, dear Lord, I you you question certain things about him as a human being. Um, I think he has two brains. Mega That's what mind. I really believe. Mega mind. Yeah, I I really believe he has two brains. He's also one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life. So I can make fun of him all I want. And he's my little brother, but he does have a huge noggin. Um, Barry Bonds, I was an incredible baseball player. Um, in his younger years, was a Gold Glove defender. Um, in his older years, was the biggest threat to ever step on uh, to a baseball field. Um, they walked him. I, I, he, I, I, he I saw walked, the clip today. Yeah. Walked with the bases loaded. With the bases loaded, and they were up two. Or, or, or sorry, the the other team was up, up two. Up two. And they it, walked him and allowed a run to come seven. in. So he make it eight seven. Um, and this was not in a game that didn't matter. Okay, <laughs> this was like in a playoff scenario. Yep. And they walked him because they were so scared of what he could do with the bat. Um, but granted, he was also hitting six hundred in that series. Um, and this was uh, the last I, that, game of said series. Yeah, so, that's probably what you do. Uh, yeah, I don't disagree with the logic either. <laughs> but here's the thing. When you're that terrifying and when everyone respects you as a player that much, and oh, by the way, you never once tested positive and got caught cheating, you deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. So yeah. I, I know that this signals the end of his uh, ability to, in the normal way, get in. Uh, for those of you that don't know, he can still be voted in but he's going to have to be voted in probably when he's dead. And that's the yeah. only way he'll ever get in. Now, to those of you probably, who are like... they probably will be out of the respect thing and out of... like Yes. Just, at some point, all these baseball writers, and I'm going to get into this part now. Why do the writers even vote? Uh, well, the, the writers vote because they want an impartial panel to elect them. Now, I would how say is, this about that. How are they that. impartial? They, <laughs> they're, they're not. They're not. Because, they are not. They're not because they get their feelings hurt when Barry doesn't want to answer their questions or talks down to them. And so these guys who covered him for years are sitting there penalizing him for their uh, their back and forth, which is the same thing I said about Terrell Owens multiple times. Who gives a crud if this guy offends you? Your vote should be on his accolades and what he did Without for the this sport guy and in baseball, the game. You don't have a job. No, you don't. <laughs> Preach. You like literally. He provides the opportunity for these San Francisco beat writers who don't vote for him to get in like he provided you with the job by literally keeping the team in the stadium with hitting the because he hit the ball out of the stinking park so much and he literally produced the way he did he brought in the revenue by his dang self for almost a decade and a half and you don't give him the respect that he deserves it's absolutely idiotic okay barry bonds is incredible at baseball it should be elected um these writers that are doing this to him are gonna have to die in order for it to happen. That's what's going to have to... I'm try, not trying to be vulgar when I say that, or, you know, dark, but they have to die because they're not going to get well, over their butts being hurt well, on this. that, but then there's also, as for those of you that don't know, our friend Levi, who's been on the podcast, is very much a baseball purist. Yes. In a lot of those ways. He's like anti-bat flipping, anti, anti-any of that oh kind gosh. of stuff. But anyway, and so he, he has that very black and white idea of just like, because he is rumored to have cheated, he shouldn't Sorry, be in the hall. He sh- shouldn't be in the hall of... <laughs> She shouldn't be in, in the Hall of Fame. And that part of baseball drives me insane. Like the gatekeeping Yo, of baseball drives me insane. Do we, I don't even follow baseball like that. But one of the things that I do know of baseball is the time when Barry Bonds was playing. 
Yeah. That's the only time I would hear about baseball. Yeah. <laughs> like he ma- he kept the sport relevant and made it watchable. The, you know, he he did that as a as a gap between the guys that did get caught. Exactly. Okay, and I'm saying this. I I know Barry Bonds did steroids. I know he did. I don't know he did, but I know he did. But also, okay? and so do you. Whoever's listening to this, steroids. you know that too. The fact and that the, the whole era is tainted. Oh, yeah. the narrative's on the best guy from the era. Yeah. That's why. I mean, yep. they they ran out of juice with the Sosa McGuire thing when Sosa McGuire admitted to it. Both of them and got their penalties. Which Sosa away is from also ineligible now, I believe. Yes, Sosa's all, but he wasn't getting in anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, but I get that he he did do it, and I I understand that we're all assuming things, but we can't convict him on our assumptions. And the dude never tested, and never once. Yeah. Well, and, and again, I'm gonna say this thing as someone who. Who enjoys watching baseball, but there's a reason you guys aren't the number one sport in America. Yeah, you do this to your dang yeah. selves. There's a reason football is going to be if king everybody's, for forever. If everybody's using steroids, then everybody's on the same playing field, and Barry Bonds was just better. You I mean, beat out of, down on yourself. I mean, out of the it's big three what sports, you do as a sport. football, bas- basketball, and baseball, it's, it's, that, it's in that order. It's in that order. If well, you have, and, and, honestly, and, and honestly, if you don't watch your back... The MLS is coming for you. Dude, They're going yep. to expand again this next year. They're coming for you. Their fan bases are loyal. You're gonna, Their stadiums you're are getting be, bigger. Their youth programs are growing right now. Yeah, they just get rid of their like main MLB network guy too yeah. that everybody loved. Oh uh, yes. Well, they've also. I mean, baseball world has suffered a few losses in the last couple of years. I think yeah. Tim Kirkjian in, in particular. Um, but yeah, they they've definitely moved away some of the guys that they shouldn't have, and then also uh, yeah, some deaths that have occurred in some very well known names, and the retirement of some longtime broadcasters. Uh, you think of uh, the Cubs, Dodgers, uh, there's been yeah. a few different teams yeah. that have lost no, their guys. But baseball, but I mean, MLB, get your crap together. You're the, you are the reason you guys are the wor- are the least viewed sport time and time again. Yes, and, you're and, the reason. And I haven't had the opportunity to say this yet on this show, but dang it. Figure out two guys who can do this, but you need a Manning cast for baseball. Mm. You need a game of the week, and you need two former players who are flipping hilarious. Who have can, great maybe teammates? They were teammates at one point. They were teammates. Good, good chemistry. I jokingly said the Seegers. The other one needs to retire um, to do it. But by like, the way, <laughs> thank you, Kyle. I love you. I think yeah. I think that you retired while on our break, but yes, thank you. You did. Also, eleven years. Speaking of of people who passed away, R.I.P. to John Madden. Oh man, I forgot yeah. that happened while yes. we've been gone. R.I.P. Thank I mean, you for oh, all you do. So many good memories. I, I'm sorry that your games have been trashed the last like eight years. But thank you for keeping every teenage boy up until yeah. four or five a.m. on Friday and Saturday yeah. nights. Uh, Thanks for teaching that was a us. Huge part of our lives. Been better than Mike McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I and, mean, and your your breakdowns of turkeys on Thanksgiving. Oh, Thank you gosh. for it all, and and how you would use your little marker to point at guys' butts all the time. Yeah. I or the Gatorade, like the mom and dad Gatorade buckets. Mm-hmm. Oh, seriously, I yeah. and and, and we was, can't forget Brett Favre. Um, that was a really sad one. I no, that was. I mean, I, honestly, I just had a conversation the week before him, and a friend of mine went, "Isn't isn't he dead?" And I was like, no, it's we, still we alive. Talked, just we not talked about that on the show here. Yeah. We're like, See, and it came he, up again. And then, I don't and then how, how all of a sudden. He, 80s? He was 86 or 7? Oh, man. So, yeah. I think he was mid to late I haven't 80s, watched man. the All Madden like, documentary yet, but I haven't either. He looked pretty good in it still. 
So I don't know if they've really gone into I'm, pull, I'm pulling like up his age of death or whatever here. that is, but yeah, it um, was it, it, it that was very sad. But I think you know uh, it was obviously had it had been coming for a little bit. But dude, what a full life and what an inspirational dude. And we absolutely he was eighty five. Yeah, I know we made we. Oh, he was an easy target to make fun of because he had a certain voice and the a certain voice. demeanor, and he yeah. <laughs> all the time, and he just would laugh and in times he shouldn't. Um, and <laughs> and he was he was sometimes um, not professional in the way that uh, he allowed himself uh, to what, what, what be. What is seen. professionalism these days? Um, okay, but I mean, this dude drove around a uh, around the country in a bus because yeah. he hated planes. He taught so many people about I mean, football that would have never learned anything about football not even oh, just because of yeah. the video game but just with how he did the broadcast yeah. yes he it was football for dummies every sunday with pat summerall and john madden and uh pat was overly gracious to john in allowing him the space to make the comments that he did dynamic but, duo but he would say things in the most simple basic and easy to understand format and genuinely uh you can never tell the story of football Nope. Without John Madden, absolutely not. And uh, yeah, man, I I'm so and to, and to flip and reverse that, uh, you also can't tell the story of baseball without Barry Bonds. <laughs> yeah. So get this man into the Hall of Fame, <laughs> you cowards! Hall of Fame. You uh, cowards! Absolutely, absolutely. Well, um, I I don't. I'm not going to take the time to do the thing I was going to do. I'm going to be nice. Um, to you guys, I? because I don't know, because I I've, I've been wanting to discuss this. All right, I feel very make, different from you. I'm gonna make a very quick point. Oh, because I'm, I'm, I'm. I think it's one of the only times that I have really fully agreed with Jameson um, on the topic here. It doesn't matter what you guys think. Okay, um, whatever. I genuinely. All right, I'll, I'll just. I'm gonna give the very quick version of this. I'll get. Yeah, I'll give my spark notes rebuttal. Maybe we can jump more into it next week when we do like award stuff. Yeah. Okay. I I have a very big problem as we're approaching the a week. 18 in the NFL season, uh, there were quote unquote a whole lot of records on the line. And I was hearing the Cooper Cup, uh, you know, taking down single season records uh, as a receiver. Uh, the sack record was up for grabs, apparently. Um, now, I I don't disagree that they would the have. Rookie, the rookie reception record was broken. Rookie, yep. Um, Jalen Waddle broke that one. So I. I don't disagree that uh, they are the all-time record. They're the most in the completion of a regular season. I will state, however, you don't get to say that they beat other people's records when you give them an extra week to beat said record. And I don't care that J.J. Watt, sorry, that T.J. Watt, see, I suck at names, TJ Watt only played in 15 of 17 games or 14 of 17. I can't I think it was 15 um, to 15. get the 22 and a half. This does not matter. He was given an extra opportunity in which to do it. In no other sport would you recognize these as breaking people's records when they are given an additional 60 minute opportunity to do it. You do not get to run 
the 400-meter dash, set a record, and then run a 360-meter dash and set the same record. You don't get those opportunities. That's not how it works. You don't get 82 games in the NBA to set a record, and then someone else is granted 86 because we lengthen it and we say, oh, they beat the record. No, they didn't. They set a record. And Cooper Cup had the opportunity to set a record. TJ Watt had the opportunity to set a record. All those players who in week 18 were going for records were not breaking any records. They were setting records. And we need to adjust How is that not the, the same thing? thinking. It's completely different. Hey, Matt, who is the single season rushing record holder? Right now? In NFL history. In NFL history, it's going to be for the oh my gosh for yardage. Is it Emmett? No, Dickerson. Dickerson's two thousand something yard season. Okay. Or is it OJ Simpson? Because he did it in fourteen games, and the season they was then they hold with, it for the fourteen games. They hold it for the sixteen. But games. when we look at it, we say the single season rushing record. Okay, okay, so then then by by, by that logic, if a player plays, say there's 18 or 17 games a season, he only plays 14, but beats that 14, a 14 game record. It it literally doesn't matter. They had the opportunity, just because they got injured doesn't matter. Like they were given 17 games or they were given 16 games, they were given 14 games. To me, with that opportunity, what did they do with it? To me, there are a couple of different ways because I think what makes it so egregious right now is that unlike when the rushing record was broken by Dickerson back in the day, that was done years later. So everybody kind of had the time to get acclimated from 14 games to 16 games. So it wasn't quite a shock to the system where now it's like the very first year that we go from 16 to 17 records on the line. It's and especially with how social media works today. It's more of a a shock. So what I would say to, I think in the grand scheme of things, it's not really going to matter. I think they're probably going to go to 18 games in the next, however many years anyways, because that's what the NFL is just, they want to make money. Money, money, money. So it's going to be irrelevant at that point anyway. But to me, the two ways that you look at it is kind of what you're mentioning, which is not necessarily saying that they broke somebody's record. It's that who holds Setting the record for the 14 game season? Yes. Who holds a record for a 16, and, but, but 17, but they, 18 They don't game look at it season. that way. But they and they don't, and but obviously they should. But they okay, should. They because, should, but they don't. Or you look at it on a. That's their fault. I'm saying that's what it is. Or it's your you, fault it for getting a, upset about it. Or you can oh, just. Oh no 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 no! I am going. I'm going to hold this because we we cannot sit here because and demean what said, somebody else did in 16 games as opposed to what somebody gets to do in 17. Those are two different things. What I will yeah, say, but, yeah, I but think you, you've never made this argument. You didn't. You haven't. You've only made this argument now because we've had. There's the recency to it. You've never in the time that I've known you talked about sports been like, yeah, 14 games, so and so did this, and 16 yeah. games, so and so. You've never done that. You know why? Why? Because number one, um, they didn't put up real great numbers with the exception of that one. Sure. Um, in 14 game seasons, period. So yeah, the, I know like, that. The numbers were well. Not Jerry Rice had 22 compared. touchdowns in a 12 game season, shortened for the strike. Yeah, it's pretty freaking awesome, isn't it? Yeah. But I, un- well, okay, but that's a goat. That's different. Like Dickerson, D- Dickerson also is in consideration for a goat status. But I, but again, I'm not, I'm not saying that for, I think that all of those records now have to be labeled. We got to look at that and go look at it in the context. Because if you're given more opportunities, 
you were clearly going to set more records. Cooper has the opportunity to get an entire extra game in. He can get an entire eight to nine and another 130 and another couple of touchdowns that he would not have been able to get last year. So way, how can we compare that to anything that Jerry right Rice now, ever did? Including playoffs, which you can include playoffs up until, you know, Super Bowl. Uh, and we still have a couple. See, of I, I, I have he's I have the, a hard time. with He's those the ones. only receiver to have more than two thousand receiving yards in an entire regular season postseason, and there's still games to be. Played. I don't. I honestly, so, I'll be honest. I don't like that they differentiate that they pretty much exclude playoffs from from records. I think it's I think it's easier. There's playoff records, there's, and then there's yeah. regular season record. It's the same thing yes. with basketball. Yeah, I to me at that point it's just too hard to like look at a glance and if, see a regular season, which is why the MVP is a regular season award and yada yada yada. Yeah, like if you uh, want to have fun, not everybody has at, the opportunity in the postseason like they do in the regular season. Sure, if you want to look at it and, and have fun and compare like a player for week one all the way through a Super Bowl in which a year in which they wanted or they at least got to play yeah. in it. Um, I think that's really fun to look and say it was that the greatest single season yeah, of all time like when you add it all in there, like um, like. Cooper could certainly be up for a discussion like that. Let's say he grabs three on the Niners on Sunday and then grabs a couple more. And maybe, right now. maybe he like, walks away with the Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. yeah. And, and and he would be the first receiver to do so since Edelman. Edelman. And then before that, that, was that Jerry? Was there anybody between Jerry and Edelman? I think it might have been just Jerry. I, I did so, my deep dive on this a while back and yeah. I forgot. So, um, yeah, I mean, that that would be fun to look at. But I'm just saying, I think we're at a point now because you've now have, you've had three different lengths for the NFL regular season. You do need to differentiate those records and they need to have asterisk next to them, not to demean them, but to give context. Because if you're going to keep changing the structure, I want my son, who's now eight, nine years old, and I hope, I, almost nine years old. I, I He's not both eight and nine years old. <laughs> um, but uh, I want my son, if, if he loves football, to do what I used to do. And I, like, I used to read all sports almanacs as a kid. I loved them. That's where I learned who Barry Bonds was, by the way. <laughs> um, when I was like eight, no, I was about eight and, eight and a half years old. It was the first time I read one and I saw his name in it. But I, I want him to get the game and how it changed from 14 to 16 and see the greatness of what I believe the 16 game season was. I really believe that that is perfect I think that's football. where they should have stayed. I, I, I totally agree. I would just wish they would have cut a week off the preseason. That's all I wanted. But yeah. I, I know owners want to make owner money. But, um, but genuinely, like I want him to understand the difference of what those numbers are, those averages are because you see consistency in the 16 game season and like this is a really good season for a receiver. You know, if he hits 1500 yards, that's a stinking gr- good season. Um, and now he's going to have this distorted view of what a 14 to a 16 to a 17, likely to an 18 is. And you're going to have four differing games from guys that played in the 70s and 80s to now. And they're going to go, well, how come his numbers weren't as good? Well, because they get four extra games. And to me, so that's raise where, him right, Matt. And to and me, <laughs> I want the, but I want it labeled so that my son sees it. And right now we're lumping them all together and saying Lynn Swan was playing the same game that Cooper Cup's playing. And that's different. Lynn wow, Swan did not trash. play in the same game. He's like, it, it, Lynn he Swan only had so many 1,000-yard like seasons. Well, also, he played the most defensive portion of when the NFL existed, which you wouldn't understand because the rules changed. But it's also, too, he only got 14 games a year. So, yeah, if he didn't average over 100 yards or around 100 yards every game and he was at the 80 marker, well, that's not bad to average 80-ish. Yeah. That's a good season yeah. for any NFL player. That's a good season right now. 
but uh, we're not going to have that context because he's missing four games when we get to 18 yeah. again. And I think so, what you do yeah. there um, on top of potentially looking at it in, you know, 14, 16, 17, 18, whatever records, you can also, and this will probably be something that people have to get acclimated to because I know a lot of people like just in the general sports viewing audience, they're not advanced analytics people, but you can look <laughs> at per game stats and right. be like, who had yeah. the best season? And, and if you're ever interested in that, go to uh, Pro Football Reference. That's where we probably check all of our stats. Yeah. It's usually Football the number DB one. Football is another really good one too. Uh, Pro Football Reference does per games. They do playoff breakdown. They do all that kind of stuff. And it's usually the first thing that pops up on Google if you uh, put so-and-so stats. Yeah. So if you want to look at, you know, regardless of who, I, and at that point too, you could end up making the argument for longer seasons because now somebody has to be more consistent for more games. Yeah. Um, so there's, I, and, you know, and I stuff love there that too. conversation. I, I think what I'm just at, let's label it. Let's call it what it is. Cooper cup. Wasn't breaking anybody's records. He was in week he 17. Haven't had a he chance had, to do it. He too. had, he was regardless of the, the last week, a top five receiving season of all time yep. in the 16 Absolutely. games. He did. And to me, the best receiving season since 95, Jerry Rice, because is, yardage was pretty close. Touchdowns were, I think, the exact same. Yeah. And and to me, I almost find that more valuable than breaking the Megatron thing because Megatron had like 11 fewer touchdowns. So to yeah, me, if I'm looking at the value of 100-something some, yards versus 11 more touchdowns, yeah. the, you know, the value there is a little bit better. So again, it's... By the way, the last... Because you know, I was just curious. The last receiver to win a, a Super Bowl MVP was Antonio Holmes. Oh, and Super, yeah. Super Bowl oh, yeah. forty three, right. yep. and then Heinz Warren's Heinz the Ward last Super Bowl because catch. actually the last yeah, Super Bowl. Helms. yeah. and then Heinz oh. Ward won it um, back again, and then Dion Branch won it. Man, there's a whole um, bunch of freaking. Okay. So it's pretty common. But after Dion Branch, but there's never been a wide receiver MVP ever. Yeah, that is true. But before Dion that Branch, we're looking at. Jerry Rice. Jerry yep. Rice. Okay. And Dion, Dion Branch is that O. I, it has the Roman numerals. So this would be Super Bowl 38. XXIV. I don't know. <laughs> XX. I have technology. IX. Stop putting Roman numerals. 39. Out there. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 39. 29. I, I get it's tradition, but know, like. Whatever. You know, let's let's get away with the the Roman numerals, guys. Yeah, yeah. Let's just let's use numbers and stuff. I, I'm trying to like go through sports Roman history. Culture died and I see the Super Bowl logo, and I'm like, I don't know what year this yeah. is. Put this into a number for me. Well, speaking of some receivers and some people that are going to come up real soon, uh, because the off season is fast approaching for the NFL. I'm kind of sad. Very sad. I'm not facing the reality. Uh, I'm talking about it. No, I, I already scheduled a vacation for the end of February, so I can forget that there's no football. <laughs> well uh, but uh, we'll, we'll reference that in a later show, probably. But uh, we've got some players that are about to hit the market that might be traded. Um, he, this would be really interesting. I the, this the, the first one I wanted to talk about really quick because you guys have heard this a lot of different places that the Packers could possibly blow it up. I don't think the Packers blow it up unless Aaron Rodgers retires because I don't think Aaron Rodgers is playing anywhere else. I think he's Lambo through. No, I don't think he wants to play anywhere else. I, if they're giving him the option, he's coming back. Um, or or, well, if they're giving him the option to come back and he's like, yeah, I want to play. Um, then they're going to go. And they've already said, if Aaron will come back and play, we want Aaron. 
hundred percent. This is an on Aaron decision because Green Bay is yeah. not doing anything to. But he said no. he said that he's not gonna leave the organization hanging. Like the the decision is gonna come sooner yeah. than later. He did. And, he I, and I think it, I, I do think that he's probably going to make the decision to come back. That's what I believe. I, when you listen to him talk about his competitiveness and the fact that he's basically health, in good health and there's no reason not to, I mean, to or yeah. there's no reason to run away right now, I, I think it makes sense for him to come back. But that said, because, I do. Mainly because I don't know where it's drastically better. Uh, we'll get into some well, of the so th- some of these is, teams with coaching opportunities. I actually think that would be a good spot for him. So I I hmm, I don't one, like him with a first year coach. One That's in, me. One in but, particular. Yeah. So so here's my thing. All right. I want to I want to approach this as Aaron's not going to go and do a one off season. If he leaves, if he goes elsewhere, if this thing he's goes south, contract. he's going to sign a contract somewhere, and I think it's a two year contract. I think it's a two year. How old is he? Uh, Fifty million dollar contract. That sounds right. I don't, have, I don't have an informed man. Uh, yes. Him and I are the same age. He's got a few months on me. Yeah. So actually, he might be 38. He may have just turned 38. So um, I think he's going to sign two years, and the basement 38. contract he's going to hit is f- uh, $50 million. The top end is going to be 75. Okay. I don't think he's getting signed on a two year deal I more than those dollars. So. Um, Oh, nicely done. We're looking at ca- uh, salary cap space for teams projected. So red, going not in. good. Red, bad. I have this filtered from not good to better. <laughs> this to, is why to Sean good. Payton retired. Yeah, because Sean he Saints seventy four million dollars in debt. He uh, uh, he got Taysom Hill the bag and said, dude, I'm out of here. No million in debt money. I, oh my gosh! I, I, li- I, can't look I literally, at these I literally. Saw some email. It was like okay. it was like Sean Payton tried one year without Drew Brees and said, "Nah, fam, I can't do <laughs> yeah. this." He's like, "You okay, guys take it easy." So, so I'm looking at things like uh, as I'm looking at the first team. I'm I'm gonna look at as a potential target here. We're, we're we want to talk through where he could land on a two year deal. Um, the mm. first team I actually see on there that's doable. I think I um, the first one coming down the list is the 49ers. Why? That's, that's what I was going to say. Because they have to clear their they would clear Jimmy's contract to get him um which would give them 25 million out of the gate. That puts them at 36 with the cap increase going into next year uh which we're projecting an extra 20. That would put the 49ers at 56 million dollars. He's the first one. What if this is just for funsies. What if the goat retires? And I don't think the Bucks to Tampa. Are a, I don't think the Bucks are in a good situation next year. Personally, no. They signed a lot of one-year deals, well, they're, and they're going to lose Godwin. Yeah, they're not. That's not coming yeah. back because they're not going to pay for him after that injury. No, they're not. Um, because he set a franchise. Which which is not a bad thought. It's not a bad thought. But I'm just going to go down thought. from the top on the list of the first potential and the 49ers at 56 million dollars worth of cap space. Um, granted, they have to sign Bosa. Um, and they have to sign Depot. They don't actually have to sign either of them, but they're going to because you have to pay those guys now. Um, the other ones that would be interesting right here, uh, the Panthers are going to open up, uh, but I don't think that's they're a, at, that's they're not they're a target almost spot nineteen for million. Yep. The what's amazing right now is the Chiefs are at twenty two, and that's before they get the bumps. They're going to be at forty two million without clearing contracts. That's crazy. But you look at the teams that are that are way down here. What about the Browns? The the Browns are kind of interesting because, but where I'm sitting, and this is what I like. You guys are gonna like this. 
There's a section of this that I 100% love. The Steelers, the Colts, the Colts and the Broncos. And I would love that. The Colts would be so good. They're going to have $60 million Bro, to they, spend. Okay, they could bring Rodgers and bring his buddy. They could yeah, bring Randall Devonta. Cobb, come over here. No, no Devonta. <laughs> They could yeah, do Devonta. it. No, He's Aaron Rodgers would do something and be like, I need Randall Cobb here. I'm <laughs> well, not that's coming. true. He's I don't I don't go anywhere without uh, Randall but yeah, Cobb. Yeah, uh, because that's another big thing. Washington, with, dude, with Washington's Bay. not a bad. Washington wouldn't be a bad situation, but I, I think if you're looking at the team as a whole, I think um, pairing him with a, a healthy Steelers team, who, by the way, will their secondary will be whole next year. Right. Uh, and you have the defensive player of the year on that team. Not trying to, you know, foreshadow next uh, week's if episode. If he doesn't, I quit. But. The Colts have one of the best offensive lines in the league. That makes Phenomenal absolute running sense. Back. Jonathan but Taylor. the best running back in the league at the moment. Out, not named Derrick Henry. I understand. Not named Derrick Henry. A uh, solid, a solid one in Pittman. And and I would say that the Broncos are very promising. That is the only that's one the that's one gonna have a me. new head coach. That I would actually that's why like. I'm, that. That's why I'm that's, not convinced. That's, the, that's why I'm not convinced about the Broncos. I, I think he would. I, if, if it, it would be there. very interesting. Um, it depends know, who they get. Obviously, I mean, yeah, I think that and it, it also because he's depend, not going to go there without he, knowing who the head coach is, and it would depend. Yeah. Does does I he want to go there and influence the coaching decision? Because maybe he wants is, to is have his cake. Is there really going to be a coach? And because we know it's going to likely be a coordinator, you want a Super Bowl coach. McCarthy? Yes, but do you want to go do that in one year? He'd been with McCarthy for multiple years already, right? I mean, yeah, he, and, and been a backup when he, uh, you know, before with him before he moved up. Head coach reunion in, in Denver. <laughs> oh my gosh, that'd be hilarious! <laughs> but what if? Uh, I mean, this is. Uh, I just like oh, the scenario I, of, of the Colts in particular. The Colts the, are actually the team I think would do the best. I would love Ron. that team. Would, yeah, I think, and I, <laughs> I tweeted this a while back, and I was like, the the Colts get Carson Wentz and everything that he gets because they booed Andrew Luck when he didn't deserve to be booed. So that's just <laughs> the karma fair. roller coaster okay, for Colts. I, I'm going to say this be, just because they're on the bottom, but there is not a lot of confidence in the quarterback in Miami. Oh, I, that would be a horrible sit- That's also a new coach. Oh, crap. Yeah, new by the coach. way, about that, Dolphins, you are stupid. You are so dumb. You what fired you a coach who won 18 games in oh two years. Is literally, for your dumpster he, fire franchise. They had been you are, horrible for years, and he comes in, gives them two winning seasons. Um, by the way, was just sitting on the cusp of those playoffs. Yes. And you fire him? And you, you took Tua over idiots. Herbert? You, on top of that. They, well, and they also t- chose Tua over him. That's the thing that yeah. pisses me off is they went and chose Tua over him. And that's clearly the issue. He doesn't want Tua. He doesn't believe Tua is a winner. Call me and when they're Tua like, well, we spent a lot of money areas. on him. Yeah, dude, it, it's not great. It's not working really well. I, that that's guy's going to have so another stupid. job as a head coach. And yes. He's going to have another winning season. He's yes. going to throw it in your dang face. And Lord, he's going to he's going to beat the crud out of oh. you guys in some game. Yeah, this next whatever team he goes to, they're going to play him. Seriously, I, I, I hope that he goes to the Jaguars and beats the living crud out of the AFC South and turns that franchise around like and you have to watch it from Trevor the bottom Lawrence of that games. state. Wait, I don't know. It. I don't like the Dolphins now. I just decided no. that. Yeah, recently. I loved Brian Flores. He was awesome. He was turning the game around. I mean, he was dude. turning it around. And the, can, the, dude, can we also them. look at this and just see how good Joe Burrow and Herbert are about to get? 
Yeah. Lots because of, oh my, there lots are lots of money. million dollars sitting there for both of and those teams ironically, to go spend the reason I pulled up this list was actually for the next conversation about the coaching opportunities. Oof. Yeah. And but it also plays here with some of these so, players. So okay, here's my other thing about the Colts. I know that he's not going there. Okay, I just really like this. If the Colts have Pittman, TY is the third option, and they go get the next guy on my list here, Devontae. Juju Smith oh, Schuster. Juju. Mm. And they partner that up. That's very um, nice. With, that is Boo-boo. a good stinking team. Yeah. I also, Smith, there said. are a number of tight ends that are about to get paid uh, yep. coming off contracts. Uh, Gronk's about to retire again, by the way. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah he goes, he's not coming he goes, back if Brady. No, he goes when Tom goes. Yeah. He does. That, that's, so. a, that's a partnership deal. But uh, I, I think that would be really cool to see what they could put together. And they clearly have the money. And when you already got the defense and one of the best young defenses in the league, yeah, uh, there with the Colts and that offensive line is fire. They need to be healthy. Um, that was just a problem this year. Yeah, I just the only thing with Aaron is like he's just so loyal to his people. I just don't see this happening. He loves his I dudes. Do. I just yeah. don't get it. I I think he's. I mean, dude, he he was on the fence of retiring this year. I, I, well, yeah, but I mean, I think he and was also a, a bit of he, a diva. And he did admittedly, he did admittedly He's say very much a diva. That, that he, quote unquote, went through a lot this last year sure. in his own life. Sure. And you could tell as the season went along, the dude chilled out. Like he'd be, he's been going to therapy, he's been doing all this stuff, and yeah. he chilled out quite a bit. I, I liked end of the season Aaron much more than beginning of the season Aaron. That was Well, me. and here's the thing, too, that we have to keep in mind with Aaron is the best free agency destination would be Green Bay. If he's him. there. It, so he, needs, yeah. he should stay there anyways. And, and then on top of that, look at the division. Yeah. Is there yeah, a there more free bats. division in football right now I mean, for you they, to go to? He gets, he gets six wins a year, basically, yeah. in his own division because the he Bears are going to be good. That he owned you. Yeah. And he so, does. Well, yeah. And there's, the, there's two. There's. <laughs> wait. I'm trying to think. He's a good Vikings thing. and Bears don't have a head coach right now. Is it just. Right. Just yeah. them? Lions, yeah. Okay, the Lions yeah. do, and yeah, they're going to have their head do. coach next year. Yeah. yeah. We, who we love. Jared Goff Revenge Tour, just wait. I'm telling you. Maybe that's why he wants to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I. So when you look at the list, though, potential targets, for me, realistically, it's the 49ers. Realistically, I, I would say it, I'll throw the Steelers on there to be kind, but I'm being kind. I, they don't have the offensive line to keep him. Honestly, the Colts the is Colts what scares me. I didn't even is think about terrifying. that. Terrifying. And the Broncos. Those are really the options, I think, if he goes anywhere. I actually like a few of those for Devonta as well. Um, it would make sense. They're going to have the money to spend, but they don't have a quarterback situation to draw. In. Where are the Packers at uh, in terms of cap space? I didn't. The Packers they are, are towards the top. They oh yeah, that's are, right. Yeah, they're, they're second. Always very maxed out, yeah. and they they don't have How? a lot of dead money, which is good. I'll remember that a lot of that is tied to Aaron. They, yes, you, basically his contract is what they are. Um, belly up on the, oh my on gosh. the cap space uh, for this next year. But that's going in. Just, and you got to know that a lot of those are optional years on guys' contracts that they're going to cut. I'm just looking some, at the, some of this dead some, money uh, for some money of these teams. The Eagles, yeah. the Falcons. Carson Falcons. Went. Um, I, I actually, so let's look at the Devonta situation. I actually think that's way more likely, but I think he's going to wait until Aaron makes his decision. Um, when yeah. you go down the list here a little bit, uh, the first one I like is the we, Ravens. We can, all, we can all agree that if Rodgers isn't there, Adams isn't there. Uh, yes, yeah. 100%. He's not There's no if, reason to play in no. the cold weather as a receiver I, unless you have Aaron Rodgers. I think, that, I think he would go to the Ravens. No, no, no. Antonio Brown's going there. Uh, <laughs> Antonio Brown doesn't know what he's going to 
eat tomorrow he's for probably lunch, never and then he'll eat it and again. forget what it is. He, did you guys see that he photoshopped himself in a Ravens uniform? Yes. yes Posted on Twitter? That. He <laughs> is the least funny. culture guy. I'm not even going to get into AV stuff. But. Um, I, I actually I like him in Philly. I don't think that he would go there, but I like him in Philly. Uh, again, I'd say I like him uh, with the Colts. Uh, makes, uh, But once they've got the quarterback situation down here, the, the problem that I see is there's not a lot of already done quarterback situations. Yeah. Not really. That have a have the cap money um, and but, are but winning need, teams that he's going to want to go or play that for. Need, or that need. Yeah. And I don't think yeah. that Devonta is going to want. Well, well, most of the, most the quarterback. Send him to Jacksonville. <laughs> give give Trevor good, Lawrence a weapon. Most, most of the good quarterback situations are also good receiver situations. Yep. Those kind of go yeah, hand like, in hand in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, can you go to the bottom of the list real quick? I think we're yes. missing just a few teams. Um, actually, one that I really like him. Chargers. And you guys are going to love is the Chargers. Yes. Yeah. I, I was going to say that, um, too. I think that Keenan Allen is probably he's, seeing the end of his time yep. there. He's been a lot of money and a lot of injuries. He's Mike like the Will, Mike Williams kind of came on. Yes, taking over. I think he's... Guyton. Guyton. Really I good. think Keenan Allen is the second or third highest paid wide receiver. I saw that today. Uh, yeah, I think he's three. He's top right. five. I know that. Yeah. He's making upwards of twenty. He's he well. He's got the bad back end contract. So yeah, they're, so he's they're gonna get on a it. rework with the signing bonus hit, but uh, it just to keep him. I think they're gonna give him another a year, but it would Dude, be interesting because he doesn't have the trade value. That, honestly, back, so. even if Rodgers is coming back, I still. It depends on how loyal. I mean, I know Adams is loyal to Rodgers. Right. If Rodgers comes back, but honestly, I'd want to go to the Chargers. I I I would. I, it makes you get to play sense. in warmer weather, um, and I think he'd be playing with the same type of quarterback. Yeah, uh, I would. I'm not Gunslinger. trying to say Herbert is in yeah. Rogers' class yet. Same skill same set, type. Yes, big arm, smart plays, makes all the throws, has all the intangibles. Really makes a lot of sense. Analytic heavy offense that's just going to go for well, everything, and they can pay him 21 million dollars a year. Which yes, is they what can. You get to play in SoFi. Like, honestly, you're going to go from playing in Lambo to playing in SoFi can, with the future that of football. That dude could be dropping 15 catches a game in SoFi. Yeah. Like, I'm, I know he won't because of the other targets. And Herbert is a spread-the-ball-around guy. He does yeah. not zero well, in. Well, and, and honestly, that's probably but, your best chance as a receiver to go to somewhere that can potentially contend over the next, like, five years. Absolutely. And so, I, it totally Go sign sense. a four-year deal. So yeah. I like that one a lot. The last one that I really want to hit is Jimmy G. And... And not Washington. because I'm a 49er fan. I he makes so much sense, so many places. I Washington. I have the best place for him. Or Bronco. And it is Cleveland. Mm. I don't hate that. It's actually the thing that would help him the most. He's got a two prong running attack. He's the exact opposite of Baker in every you have, way. You have, way. You have <laughs> on some, the field and off the field. You have a guy that will manage the game despite his issues, mm. you know. You're already playing with a hurt quarterback in Cleveland anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then but you're not winning football games. You have a lethal rushing attack. You got a pretty good O-line for the most part and you have some dogs on defense. Yes. And if you go to Cleveland and you win football games, everyone's going to love you. Everybody's going to love you. And I would say that And they're in a good cap position for the most part. And oh yes, yeah. They're they're going to be at about 62 to 63 million after the increase. Um you look at about the Browns. Let, let, let's throw some other ones. That's a really good one. Uh, the Broncos, obvious uh, one. They're they're sitting at probably sixty two to sixty three million dollars. Uh, the Panthers make sense. Washington makes sense Washington if they're giving up sense. on Heineke, which they very well could. I think another one, honestly, that that might be good. 
because we, I think most people know that this quarterback class this year is not very good mm-hmm. in the draft. The Steelers need a bridge. That that's, does that's make a lot of one. sense. That's where I was because next. I mean the Steelers do make a ton of sense because because for one, the way that the wide receiver, the offense works, it's all the short passes, quick outs. They use the passing yep. attack like a run and the game. Ball off to Najee Harris. 25 right. times a game. and yep. But but that allows Jimmy Garoppolo to not make big throws, make short to intermediate throws like the wide receivers are used to. And, and he can be there for two, three years to until they can find their guy for the future. And they're going to have a late round, a late first round pick. If Jimmy goes to the Super Bowl, Jimmy's getting a first round pick for the 49ers on, a, on the trade market. That's happening. Um, mm, yeah, probably. He, he will. I was I was gonna say a second. I think a highest the second. I I think he's a he's a low second, high first. That's right. Yeah. I think he's gonna be in that twenty one to second round ten. The, yeah. Like that that those twenty picks in there. Ironically, ironically, whatever happens this weekend can change that value drastically. Absolutely, no. If I he, totally agree. If, if he, he plays has a, himself if he's a ball out of game, a Super Bowl, then that's second round one draft thing. pick. <laughs> and then, but if if they make the Super Bowl, he's making the case. I really and then, like, and and, and so and I really the, like the Steelers. Now that's where I'm the going. The Steelers are going to be in the twenties. It makes a lot of sense. Broncos probably have too high a pick. Yeah. I, I think they do. I don't. I, I think I, the I don't Broncos. Think you trade honestly, that away. I think the Broncos. The reason that they don't is that they're kind of in, not necessarily win right now mode because of how good their division is, but they're like you insert a quarterback here and they can win, and we can win. Right but now. who's coaching that team? What that's do they the big, want? and that's that's the the, always been yeah. the thing with the Broncos. Who's it's, coaching well, that team? For one, they've gone through the most quarterbacks since 2016, since any other team. Now, imagine, Sean Payton, imagine Sean Payton were to melt our brains. Oh no! And, don't do and, it, Sean, and go well, to Denver. But the, but the with Bron- Aaron Rodgers, we saw that though. We were talking oh, my about gosh. this in our text thread. The Broncos, any team that gets Sean Payton, would have to go after, and we'll talk about this in a moment. But would have to Pick go his after um, his money, and then yep. they'd have to compensate. There's comp- compensatory issues. Uh, they'd have to give yep. up players and or draft picks. Yeah, I mean, to he, get said, Sean he said he's stepping away from coaching. That's what. Yep. He, that's what. That's like the terminology they're using. Yeah, it sounds like he's going into broadcasting. Um, he's I gonna, still think he's going to take oh, a year off the with contract. Drew Brees on Monday Night Football with, with Drew Brees. With Drew Brees. Oh my gosh. Sean Payton, you just blew our minds. Please you do absolutely, it. You should absolutely do that. I don't Please think, do I it. I still don't think Drew Brees is the best. At what, I mean, he's still no, kinda, but he's, he's pretty green. There with so, Payton, the guy, and then they so, got a decent play-by-play guy because they've been doing a three-man booth. I'm gonna be honest. In, on Monday night, I, hate I don't. Booth. I don't hate yeah, Akeem Talib. I like Akeem Talib a lot, and I don't know whose guy is with him, but I don't hate because he brings a little bit more of like personable, a personal nature to it. He's like. Oh man, that guy's doing good. Like he's, he's like, just a guy. He he's smart because he played football at the highest level, right? But he's also not just some suit. Yes. You know? Well, I I don't know. There's like I said there for Jimmy though. You could look at a lot of these teams, and he's Browns twenty. And Steelers for me are the ones. He's he does not need to go to a crud team because he he's twenty five million dollar quarterback. That is about to be the middle. He's going to actually drop. It looks like this year from being. I believe it was the eighth highest paid quarterback in the league he was still to the fourteenth or fifteenth highest paid quarterback, and that's what this contract will do for these. Who's going to get paid this year? Oh, Lamar Jackson's going to get paid. Yeah, there's going to be a few guys getting paid this next year because that 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 class is not. Stable. I do want to say for Devontae, I don't know if I like him in Philly or in Baltimore, just from the perspective I don't like him of in Philly of how Chargers. often they throw the football. And maybe that's more in Baltimore uh, 
uh, an offensive coordinator thing. Uh, Roman is Style not necessarily dialing it yeah. up for an air it out kind of game, but you know, yeah. we'll see. But again, we, with Jimmy, okay, hey, and I'll, I'll just I'm gonna go right up the list. Um, Dolphins, no. Jaguars, no. Bengals, no. By the way, we're Hargers, going in, no. in order of over uh, over the cap, so yeah, we're looking at it. We're looking who at has the, the most space. Yeah, for, this Jets from bottom up is the best. Jets, no. The they can't give them up on their quarterback yet. Seahawks are potentially are gonna. Well, it looks like they're gonna keep Russ. I would love that. Um, <laughs> I would love that. Hilarious. I mean, so much. It would be I would not because we don't uh, need we don't need Devonta Adams uh, in our as a second. <laughs> yeah, as a two, as a, as a third oh, option. Hey, yeah. by the way, I'm talking about Jimmy. Um. So no, Seahawks no. Broncos maybe. Uh, that 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 one does make sense. Uh, the Colts probably not. Uh, the Steelers. Ding ding ding. That one makes sense. My pick. Washington could make sense. Uh, Bears don't make sense. They're not giving up on that kid yet. Uh, the Raiders have way too many question marks. Another time we'll talk about uh Derek Carr and where he may be playing. Uh, the Browns is a really Mm. interesting one, but they got to give up on Baker first. Uh, the Lions, that's not happening. Uh, the yeah, they got Chiefs, not happening. Guy. If Tom Brady retires, the Buccaneers <laughs> is interesting. Uh, just saying. The Panthers, very interesting. The Texans is very Davis interesting. Thick neck Davis Mills is not leaving. I'm I do right like now. Davis Mills, though. Um, the best rookie quarterback this season? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, well, well I, he I, made I a case at Mac the Jones. end of the I season. I look at Mac Jones' numbers. He, I don't know what his numbers yeah. were. Yeah. I mean, Matt. Yeah. So Mac Jones petered yeah, off the Mac end of the season. Well, Mac Jones definitely had the most wins of any rookie quarterback. Sure. Um, and he had some great games. Um, you know, whopping could two, certainly be back with the 49ers. Two passes. Ravens, no. Patriots, no. Cardinals, no. Bills, no. Packers, or Falcons, no. Um, Rams, no. Titans, that, I don't. They think don't have any money. That's too much of a lateral move, anyways. That, yeah, I don't. I, you're Tannehill's not getting that much healthy. better. Um, the Giants is another one, but the Giants <sighs> have to clean up a lot of contracts. They will, though. They're going to have a ton of room here. Did you very guys, shortly. They, they had to rework contracts um, to. For, they didn't have enough money for the last game of this regular season. Yeah, to pay their had, players. They yeah. they did That's have how, to rework all that, which is funny because you look at all the teams. Good time to like go like your Falcons. GM, by the way. When you look at oh most of the teams that are up here really like grinding their teeth at the cap space, they're usually winning football games. And then you got like the Giants in here. Yeah. So Vikings don't make sense. Cowboys don't make sense. Packers don't make sense. Saints can't afford literally anybody. But if they could with a new coach, that also an sense. interesting that, spot. Yeah, that it. wouldn't be a bad spot. They just uh, don't really have Speaking that. of new coaches, we are going to really quickly rank the opportunities left mm. in the NFL <laughs> one through nine here. Now, um, uh, the open opportunities as it stands today are the Broncos, the Raiders, the Vikings, the Dolphins, the Giants, Jacksonville, Chicago, Houston, and most recently, New Orleans. I'm going to tell you the worst one, in my opinion. Well, let's let's start from the bottom. Let's do that. It's the worst. Okay. So let's do it. Let's keep our own here. Um, we're going to have some disagreements, I'm sure. So... Uh, or should we try and do it as a group? Let's just try and do let's it as a group. group. I think let's see if we can agree group. enough. I didn't, I didn't write them down, but I kind of okay. have a general idea. Yeah. So. Okay. So worst one, I'm going to throw the, out. I think it's the Giants. That's interesting. That's not what I was going to say. I think the worst one, and it has to do with salary cap issue, is Houston. And that yep. is because Houston is tied to a 40 plus million dollar quarterback that they cannot play. And that situation is currently unresolved. So yeah, that's a big knowing one. that that's hanging over your head and it's $40 million of players money that you can't spend. I think Houston just by default 
would then become the worst yep. job. My my thing is, what do the Giants have that has any hope? They have a linebacker that's really good. <laughs> right. They, if we're being honest. Cool. If we're being honest, and it kind of sucks to say they, and I mean, you could say this was obviously the bad decision to make at the time because it was, but they blew the Saquon pick. Yep. Yeah. Um, injuries aside, drafting a running back there. At number the two. production that you get versus yeah. what you can get out of quarterback. I yeah. just think they have because I mean they high have risk, high reward. High risk, high reward. Because like, at least Houston has potentially something to look forward to in Davis Mills, as we've alluded to literally two minutes ago. Yeah. Maybe something. They do. Maybe. They I, I would I they do, but they've got to figure out their quarterback problem in the next yeah, no, two they, years. 100%, yeah, no, hundred percent they do. Because uh, they don't have but to pay to me, Davis Mills but for to two me, more years. So. I would probably rather because I say I was a head coach that could just I had my pick. That's Giants is one that I would avoid first. That's the one I would say absolutely no. There's nothing that you can say well, to me. But here's the thing, though. It, at least with the Giants situation is you are built for a reboot and no one cares. That's yeah. true. And, and Houston, they they've been in a house. constant reboot and they don't have as much money. And, and yeah. again, I think the money just has to play into it here. Sure. Just being on and the fact that you're going to have a locker room distraction all the time. Yeah. I know if, if that quarterback becomes playable. Well, that changes See, the game. That's well, that's a little something that too. Houston flies up the list. Yeah, and the other um, thing to be said there too with the expectations is there's not really much expectations for Houston either. So we're kind of split. Right, there. Well, there's, a couple, right. there's a couple teams on here. There's not a lot of high expectations. So, so I, I think it's really a one A one B. So for me, I, I think we we can kind of agree here to keep Houston with its current situation sure. and the money at the bottom. So eight. I don't disagree with uh, um, the Giants at the eight. I do think the division also has something to play into it. I Ooh, don't think yeah. that, like if you were to coach the Giants division, even though I don't think it's a great spot, you can get Washington, you can get Philly, yeah. and then you know the Cowboys are going to be Cowboys are going to be your competition, but and they're, they're playing well. Even though the Eagles made the playoffs, I mean we they kind of just made the playoffs by default. They didn't deserve to be there. <laughs> Because there was that extra spot, and like I guess somebody has to go here. So I'd rather watch Philly. Sean Payton uh, coach yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah, uh, so that I beat up. Uh, uh, well, I mean Eagles it, team. If they would have been in there, you wouldn't have been in there. So okay, no one will even could replace those two. <laughs> this, uh, this okay, one, so those so were the two that I was are, like for sure nine this is, eight. So here's seven. This is where I'm now. Mm. Now this is where you've got a oopsie. We fired our coach with the Dolphins. Um, had to fire our coach. Technically, we let him resign with the Raiders. Um, I I don't think the Broncos are near the bottom here. No, that's a know. quarterback away situation. Yeah. Um, Jacksonville did let go of their coach, but that that team has a lot of good young. That's players. what we said. That's what I mean. They, they do. James and Robinson's a they stud. Need a great loves everybody coach. If Tony Dungy would just come back, mm. oh lord. Mm. Um, I by the way, Tony Dungy got two phone calls so far. Really? And apparently, his wife hung up on both of them. I don't blame her. <laughs> she said there is no dollar amount that can make you go back. Um, but he did get two phone calls from this list of teams already. Hmm. Um, I would like to think actually that one of them was Jacksonville. All right, I would but, think so too. But who's the seven here? I I struggle. <sighs> to me, it, honestly. And this I might, might be I might a little go purple. weird. And this might be kind of a hot Purple's take. On the list. To me, this is between the Dolphins and maybe even the Saints. That cap space situation. That, that you signed Taysom Hill to a ridiculous contract. Oh, but but it has a crazy opt out to it. 
That's true. And they don't have if they don't play him as a quarterback, they don't have to pay him as a quarterback. So just don't pay. Don't. So if do you not don't play him as quarterback, knocking off ten million dollars a year. Put him at fullback. Put him at wide receiver. Put him at tight end. And and I think any any not but Sean Michael Payton Thomas guy hasn't played is probably in two going years. to do that. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen with Michael Thomas? He hasn't played in two years. Yep. Then and is still under contract. Yeah. I, is Tom Brady going to come back and destroy your team, even though you have yeah. his number? Well, but when that it comes division, to the division in the division is yeah. The Panthers aren't terrible if you put a quarterback in there. Yeah, I mean it's. I, I, I totally just feel agree. like if you're a new coach, you might want to have the wiggle room without having to do some of the crazy stuff to be like, okay, first thing I have to do is like. But do I cat think magic. they have the defense, and it's going to stay under contract. The offense is the thing you got to figure out. And yes, the problem though is that you can't afford a quarterback. That's the that is a problem. James so you gotta go so with the, James Winston. James I, again. I is he actually under contract still because James Winston no. is playing. I nope. Who's even the receivers anymore? But Callaway, Callaway, and ben. Alvin Kamara. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So do you want to coach I, Alvin Kamara's base? But here's my thing: is I'm I'm not ready to put New Orleans in there because is a I don't think they're that low. That's just yeah, kind of a hot take. My, but I, I I don't I don't hate your Dolphins pick, and it's because of that volatile, stinking front office and ownership. That would yeah. fire a good coach because who wants to go work there when you win games you get fired. And there's a lot of things like, I would rather heck? do than watch Tua play NFL football. Amen. Here's uh, my thing with the Vikings. I think they're not very desirable. They are freaking old. On the defensive side of the ball, their defense is so their, old. Their defense so is old, and but but it no is defense. full of one year deals that are ready to be pulled. You remember how I mean Patrick Peterson was still playing back <laughs> yeah. there. I know we make fun of him a lot. But the, I, the dude has been playing for a decade. He's only thirty one. Like he's I only mean, thirty one years and he old. Was, he's not that old. He was probably the he sec- just and he was the second actually, best cornerback in his prime. Uh, yeah, he was fantastic in his prime. But he's not a cornerback anymore. Yeah, you'd be you lucky to put get him to in play a position safety. to where you can just be a play caller and then yeah, you know. yeah. No, I I don't know. I, I but I I love their offense. I love it. I you got Justin two Jefferson backs. is cool. awesome. No, two ju- running backs, ju- that, can two running backs cool. that are amazing. Cool. They can produce when they're on the field. That yeah. one cooks. Yeah, but when they put in the other guy, it ain't going that bad either. Like, bro had multiple hundred yard games subbing oh, in for him. Matt, Madison. Madison, yeah. Um, and you, you're still got Thielen and Jefferson. You're throwing to. I like that offense. But I think I that's. Think, and look, remember, they were what space. one win I away. I think they have really. I think they're in a really credit cap situation. Yeah. They are not, well, Wait, yes, it's not but, as bad. But okay, you, it's not it's 12, but almost 13 remember, million. they're going to rework the Cousins deal every year. They got 7 and million. And then in they're also, um, and then they're, that is a decent chunk, but they're also going to get 20 plus million and they don't need to, they don't need to spend money pieces. They need stuff to fill in and they can draft the corner that they need. That should be their pick in the first round is right. they need a corner and then they can go they're probably, get they're the other 15, corner 16. in free agency and fill out the linebacker crew honestly, that they need to. It, like, for what it's worth, again, we've talked about their division. It's not a great division, even if Aaron stays. Like, you still have chances to win football games in your division. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's kind of a small thing, but you play in Minnesota, but you are also a dome team, which is kind of helpful. Right. Um, so it's not going to be awful. nice. And I know we're making we're ba- essentially making the case against putting the Vikings here. I think it's the Dolphins. I think it's the Dolphins. Nine, eight, seven is the Dolphins. Okay. I, I be, and, and and again, it's just a culture issue and the fact that they have not spent any Another. money and then they fired their if coach. You, okay. If you have after two a years different of winning, like okay. ownership, I think I can be front office that, yeah. wheel and a different quarterback in Miami, then 
that's the same thing where it totally flips for me. Yep. But okay, I, I think I think it's Dolphins. Six. I think it's Chicago after this. I agree. Because they have no culture of winning whatsoever. They have none. They have Fields, who I think has a lot Can, of talent. Sure. But is a massive really question wrong. mark and needs the right offense. Um, they just hired their GM today, by the way. I did see that. Uh, uh, what's it was his Chiefs. From the Chiefs been there for 13 years. Director of player personnel was his most recent title. Um, so he's immediately bringing in coaches. Uh, this this is a possible Dan Quinn job right here. Um, that that seems no, to be no, a Dan Quinn come back. BRDC. Uh, Dan Quinn, he come back. He seemingly do you remember the good memories? A head coaching shot. Dan Quinn, do you remember the great memories? You have a Super Bowl because of what you did in Seattle. Um, Please, I don't. I don't think Dan Quinn's going to Seattle, buddy. I know. Um, but I I agree. I actually like Chicago here at six. This makes sense. We can go quick consensus on that. Yeah, and then I think five. We this is where your toss up is. Well, no, this is Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. I think they're pretty middle of the pack. I think it's one of those yeah, things where you have a guy who could potentially be like a generational talent at quarterback, and you go in there, you kind of get free get, reign. Keep him standing up, and, right? Well, and the thing that because I was thinking this, I was driving over here. Like, I think most of the front office stayed from when they were able to put together a phenomenal defense for a year. Yes, that so front, their office, front office has stuck it through. That most of them, yeah, they did not move a lot of the front office guys around. I mean, their their scouting team, coaching changes. Their scouting team is very good. And and who they've drafted on defense specifically over the past six seven years. Yep. Granted, they haven't kept most of their players that they've drafted, um, and that's and that's an issue there. But imagine them drafting a Thibodeau this year too, or something Ooh. of that caliber. Yeah. Who's yeah. the other guy from Michigan? Uh, oh, I'm his uh, name. Hutchison. Yeah. 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 They, they and one of they're taking one of the two of those guys. Yep. I, it's pick your poison there. Yeah. Because I, him, him with I'm just Josh Allen. Honest, I, I would not take Thibodeau with the one. And the only reason really is why I he is a little bit injury prone. That is true. He is a little. I also think, and, and I say this kindly, I please don't hate me, Duck fans. He's a little bit of a baby when it comes to getting hurt. He is quick to come off the field and quick to take care of himself and look towards his own future and not necessarily get the win. I don't know that he loves football the way that you need to love football to be great at football. That said, he's a monster when he's playing. Yeah, talent talent wise, it's dude off the charts. He is borderline unblockable. Like yep. he's and and if he is uh, left to not have to worry as much about containment and more of go quarterback hunting, he's going to be great in the NFL. But yeah. the other I, thing here that yeah. we can know with them and even kind of listen like in the this Jaguars ESPN there. article, it just they do have a long list of needs. Like they say here, wide receiver, pass rushers, offensive tackles, tight ends, linebackers, anything you can get at number one. Which, I would say linebackers more depth. I mean, it's not like they're hurting on their one-two punch there. They yeah. had they had two guys that were in the top fifteen in tackles. Yeah, just throwing that out there. I mean, but um, Jack is still there, and yeah. Jack is a heck of a linebacker. Um, and they have a yeah. You said Josh Allen. Josh Allen. So, yep. um, but yeah, I mean, I we have we didn't look at too much of the draft as we were doing this, but you know there are some pretty interesting draft orders this Please year. Please don't spend a high pick on a tight end. That Dear that would Lord. be very bad. Um, <laughs> Go find uh, your fifth, sixth round George Kittle. I, I think, you know, honestly, we're entering an age of NFL where we're going to keep seeing receivers drafted very high. Yeah. And I, mean, I think that might the be the success good, of Jefferson, yeah. Jamar Chase. They're, I think that might be a good get for them this year. Uh, potentially. Houston Texans at number three. Uh, there's this kid from USC. Yeah. Um, who oh, should be yeah. targeted there. 
I also like go back down uh, Giants and the Panthers. Yep. One, the Giants, he won't make it past six. For for quite, what it's worth, the Giants, the Giants do possibly, have two top ten picks this year as we're looking at the, the oh, coaching shoot, situation. Oh, forgot about that because of the Chicago thing. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah. so that is a good potential thing. I, we still have them pretty low, but that's another thing where you can say, are they we the worst situation? Our, yeah. We should create our own award show. Have our own award show for the worst uh, free agent signing and the, give it to the Giants for Kenny Galladay for doing mm. absolutely jack Well, I mean, year? it was a fall flat, but I, I would just say that that's how every year you could look at a guy that gets paid and be like, what the heck, right? <laughs> and I, I say that all the time. Like, there's certain guys you just shouldn't give money to, like ever, like Ricky Williams. Um, <laughs> so, do, so okay, well, so he played so, in today's so, leagues okay. and it may not be as So back on track, we got to put Jacksonville at five, right? Back on Jacksonville yeah, five. I think that's a, Here, the best here's spot. the question on this one: Raiders Four. or the Vikings? I think that the Vikings have their quarterback situation locked up. Their offense is good. I'm going to repeat that. To me, the Raiders have question marks uh, in several places. They just got rid of their GM. They don't know who their GM or their head coach will be next year. And oh, by the way, um, you know there was this thing with the playoffs. I mean, th- this team playoffs. overproduced like crazy this year, and good on them. I think they do have a lot of pieces, but they have a ton of question marks. Um, with the with just not knowing who their player personnel guy is going to be, Mike Mayock is noted as being a genius. I think that John Gruden limited him quite a bit with his um, the way he convinces people of his line of thinking uh, personally. But I, I yeah, I'd say the Raiders here. I'm going to go. I think the Vikings are going to fall out for me. I I think this is probably the closest like one two and how to order them for me because I agree with everything offensive, you know, as far as the, the Vikings is concerned. Um, that is a very good offense and they just couldn't stop people from doing anything. I mean, they lost to the lions at the last second of a game, you know, they, they couldn't do anything to stop anybody, but I, I do think that they are a very interesting destination. I think the Raiders, it's really hard to tell because I feel like there was a level of resiliency with them and making it and luck. The, Honestly, I feel like there's and, just and a lot luck. of luck with the and Raiders. Luck. But at the same time, yeah. like they beat the people they had to beat and they made it in the playoffs in the AFC, which and, we were gushing over the Chargers for the entire year and yeah. they did not give them and, the opportunity to make the playoffs. And, no. and the, the, the beautiful thing about the, the Raiders, what makes them a, a slightly attractive uh, Las you know, Vegas. team. Is, Brand new stadium. Yeah, well, you have Crosby. <laughs> who, Max, who Max is Crosby was unreal this awesome. year. Uh, top five uh, defensive end of the league. Shouldn't have uh, gotten all pro over uh, Bosa because uh, he definitely didn't have the numbers to do that, by the way. Um, absolute garbage. Um, but it was very good. Cry about it. Um, I will a little bit because it was a lot of money that Bosa missed out on on his contract. I was like a half million dollars. Bummer. He's going to make um, millions. I know. He's getting <laughs> jillions more. But I... Uh, no, they have those foundational pieces though, outside a quarterback. They have the they have the defensive end. They have the tight end. They have a good running back. I mean, Josh yeah. Jacobs is great. Um, that defense has parts and pieces all over it that just produce. Um, they're they're a heavy tackling team. They are a rally to the ball defense. Um, they're gonna keep those coordinators if they can. Yeah. I really think they're gonna try and fit find a guy that fits well with this team. So I will put the Raiders here. This is the Raiders at, at, at the four. 
Um, is Harbaugh returning? That's, that's a big link. That's the that's, big link. That, that's the rumbles, and I think that's a really good spot for him. Honestly, It'd be interesting. Um, It'd be interesting. But yeah, I would say them, and then probably the Vikings. Then the Vikings at three. I, I like the the Vikings at three. I'm going to say the Broncos at two. Uh, the best opportunity here really is at the end of the day. Uh, it's New Orleans. You you got a guy that left a winning culture, um, and uh, and has coached up so many of these young players. They have a strong nucleus. They can let go of a couple veteran contracts and and get themselves really close into where they need to be. Um, so that that's where I think these sit. I would rather go. I know it's hard to follow the guy that did the thing, right? Like you don't want to be the guy that follows the guy. Yeah, because I feel like they're with if you go to a team like New Orleans or even a team like the Vikings who hover around, you know, eight, nine wins a year, usually yep. there is a love expectation that that's you have to at least meet that. With teams like, say, the Giants, if you double your wins, <laughs> you, you, you get, get four what the Vikings wins. have. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You, the expectation is not as it's not as big of an expectation, not as much stress. You're potentially not playing with the fear of your job, potentially with the security of your job as much. Right. And so I think that that's something to think about, but at the end of the day, you know, obviously as a coach, you want to go to a team that has a winning culture in new Orleans or maybe and, the Vikings and as 70, opposed to a dumpster 000, fire. 70,000 strong on Sunday. Right. You know, and, and yeah, has set a tone. He's going to have a lot of guys that are going to go to bat. You, don't Drew Brees really, you is going to attract people to that team. You don't still, really want to go to a team where, a where your fans dress up I, as clowns. No, yeah. no, you don't. That's I, awesome. That. And that, hilarious. So that, that's where but, I'm at with it. So I, I think we go, I think we go with the Vikings as a third best option. I think we go with the Broncos as a second because they are a quarterback away. I personally think the Broncos are, are the first. Yeah. But I think it's close it. enough. Yeah, and and that might be a one A one B where we cast some votes in there. But but that's about where that lies. And and what's what's awesome when you look at this list is there's really four jobs that suck. Okay, they are there are four jobs that suck. Houston sucks because of money. It, it does, but it's got a lot of young parts, mm-hmm. uh, and and it does have cap space. Um, you know when when you look at the Giants, that job sucks because it's a full on rebuild. Um, and there's nothing. But you've got two top 10 picks and yep. you got a clean slate. Yes. And so, yeah. and so there's the opportunity in front of you. But but the job sucks because it's going to be a couple years before anything happens for you for real. You might get six wins next year. You might get seven or eight the next year after that. But you're not competing for the playoffs um, until three seasons out. Um, the Dolphins suck because their their front office sucks. And they're awful. By the way, the guy that's still the GM who just fired the coach is also the guy that drafted Ted Ginn Jr. in the first round. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just, man. Just want to throw that, that out there. That's around? how good he is still there. That is, that's the guy who fired him. That's who, who fired wow. Brian Flores, who, by the way, hired, um, what, the Ireland guy for a year that had the worst season of hard knocks you've ever seen in your life, yeah. um, who has literally hired and fired seven coaches in his tenure and they're not holding him accountable. So that place sucks because of that. Um, and then genuinely, I say this, uh, you know, Chicago is just going to be lousy because it's Chicago right now. And, um, I, you know, it, it just sucks. I, there, there's nothing great about what Chicago yeah. is doing. Even so, if you do dial something up for Justin Fields, who is he going to yeah. get the ball to? After that, it, yes. And after that, there is hope. There, there is hope in Jacksonville. Um, there, there is. There is, there is hope 
uh, with the Vikings and the Raiders. There is hope in New Orleans. There is hope with the Broncos. So this four jobs is suck. It, it, there is. Um, but you know like, we're gonna like see nine, real quick. Nine options is like the most that's been in a long. This time. This is the most that have come out in a long time, and and we are done. Nobody else is getting fired. Yeah, it, I'm, it, I'm it's not over at this point. But um, I mean to have literally almost a third of the league not have a job right now is pretty nuts. Um, you know, I it's pretty crazy. So I mean, we're at one out of every three point five. By the way, I'll do the quick math for everybody. <laughs> um, but real quick. We got to hit the conference championships before we end the night, um, our night, your morning, your day, whatever your life is. Uh, first off, we have the Bengals at the Chiefs. Okay. Um, Grant, I'm going to let you go win or score here uh, first. Bengals, Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs. I, I want to go Bengals just because I, I want to. That's what I'm rooting for. You know. Because I don't want. I want to save us from Jackson Mahomes at the Super Bowl. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we burned that TikTok account. Yeah, yes, please. Lord in heaven. Um, that family is so annoying. Um, <laughs> I feel bad for Patrick. I sometimes. do too. That man is like, just trying to his, live. His, his brother mom. and his wife are like the two most annoying and people. His, his oh, mom. Planet. His mom at one point was. Yeah. <laughs> Who's blowing the champagne all over everybody his Sunday? Was it his wife? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh! She literally made it rain outside of there. Well, and then, and then I saw other videos of of, of, his, of his brother just like dumping water on people because they're making fun of him. <laughs> well, he, he he also did that thing where uh, what a tool. The, a certain number was <sighs> being retired in Washington oh, yeah, earlier yeah. this and he year, and on he it. danced on it. Yeah, yeah, and then he tried to pull some like, oh, I had danced no idea. literally on Bro, a man's it grave. It was all chained off. He's like, oh, yeah. I had no idea. This is where they put me. I'm like, no, oh, they did not put you, you on the twenty. You no. genius. You stu- you stepped over the thing, and there's actually a video of him doing it. By the way, yeah. yeah. Um, he clearly knew he was going into an area he wasn't supposed so to. So I am rooting for the Bengals hardcore. Yeah, I'm please, with that. Please, Joey B. Please, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Boyd, Mixon. But you're saying Chiefs. <laughs> and what's the score? Score. I I don't think it's gonna. I say like. 3428. Oh my gosh, you almost picked mine like literally to the yeah, number. I say 3428. I think it's a one score. Jameson. I am in the same boat. I am a Bengals fan this week. And I think all of us might be because yeah. if the 49ers win, you don't want to play the Chiefs. No, I don't. If the Rams win, I don't want to play the Chiefs. Nobody wants to play so the Chiefs. So we're all Bengals fans. Plus, we all like Joe Burrow. Not that we don't like Patrick Mahomes, but I like Patrick Mahomes um, just fine. I hate his family. <laughs> that is true. Um, I am going to pick the Chiefs to win. Okay. Um, I don't think out. it's going to be as particularly close. I think it's going to be a two-score game. Ooh. I'm going to say like 34 to like 24. I think it's going to be like 10 points. So I, you said 34-28. I had 34-27 in my head. That's what I was yeah. going with. And I am also, again, going to pick the Chiefs. I know it's pretty much inevitable. Um, I'll just to be a little different here. I, I'm gonna say something funny happens, um, and this game doesn't b- become crazy def- uh, offensive. I'm gonna say 28 20. Uh, I can see that too. So just just to be a little different, maybe give us a little uh, different opportunity here for point spread. Could be hard to put up 20 points when you're getting sacked 11 times. Yeah, well, there's that. Um, yeah. That's the big deal, honestly. Though, if take the it. Bengals had an O line, I'd probably vote for the Bengals just for the upset. I, yeah. I will say they got a frisky defense. It, they just can't block anybody. Arrowhead yeah. Arrowhead sucks yep, to be an away team in. It does. The it nice sucks. thing is though, Butker kind of redeemed himself by making that kick, but he did have a rough outing 
against the Bills, yeah. missed a field goal, missed yeah. an extra yes, point. He did. If it comes, and then McPherson's just got if it comes down to kickers, yeah, I'm taking Bengals because <laughs> he's gonna walk out there and he's gonna be like, "Well, guys, going to the uh, Super Bowl. Looks like we're going to the Super Bowl. So, yep. see you in L.A. I uh, 49ers at Rams, the third meeting. Uh, the last one was 27-24, 49ers in overtime. 49ers obviously got them early in the year on Monday Night Football. Um, what do you got, Grant? Go that way. You, we, no, you got to no, take have, the first tee. He doesn't have, do I got to take the it's first It's his team. You it's his have team? To, and it's also okay. my team, so no, no, you got to go first. Matt, You're impartial. Team. It's you, our team. You, okay. you no, heard is, it here first. Grant is, is rooting for the 49ers. Yes. That is disgusting. Seriously. I, second week in Jameson, a row, actually. Jameson, I hate your team more than any other team Third in the league. In a row. It's the Rams, then down here is the Cowboys, and then it's everyone else. Well, I mean, do you you also you don't like the Packers. Uh, no, I hate the I actually, I don't like the Steelers. I don't like the Steelers, okay, I don't okay, like the Steelers okay. either. Right. Ever since I, hate, I had a friend tell me that he thought Heinz Ward was better than Isaac Bruce or Tory Holt, I kind of was just like, you know no, what? Screw you guys. Their wide receivers <laughs> are crybabies, and that's why I don't like them. Okay. Um. Anyway, no. So I'm Ram. Who are you taking? Rams 49ers. I'm taking the Rams okay. just because I beating them three times. That's it's hard. That's so tough. Apparently, dude. it's doable. Twenty and twelve. Yeah. It it's it is doable, but I. Yeah. I mean, I just I, I take the Rams, and I think it's we're going to see um, another team playing in the Super Bowl in their home field for the second time in a row. That's what I'm seeing. Jameson. I think it's pretty obvious where I'm going here. I'm taking the Rams. Um, we get the trilogy. It's like the heavyweight fight where you get like, <laughs> except there was never like a win from my side to make the trilogy worth it. Um, <laughs> but we get the trilogy. And you get the one that matters. You know, we, you yeah. we, we, we have to destroy what we created, which was the playoff 49ers. We let them go off and take out the Cowboys. They took out the number one seed in the NFC on the road. They did your but dirty work. They, they did it, but now they've become too powerful and we have to put a stop to it. So, and, and honestly, you know, looking at, these teams right now. I do think that the Rams are playing despite all the turnovers. Stafford's playing his best football in the biggest moments. And I think Jimmy G is playing his worst football in the biggest moments. And he's a little dinged up. Um, and I think that matters. And I think Trent Williams certainly matters. Obviously that might change. We don't yeah. know what that's going to look like, but when you're in a walking, they're going to say nothing about that all week. Yeah. So you know, yeah, they won't, but they won't. Say it, and, and it might not even matter necessarily when you have, Von Miller, who's apparently resurrected himself, uh, he's got a. Well, when you have someone named Aaron Donald games. and Leonard Floyd, yes. taken the. In, in fact, the two and highest Worfs was not playing, and Worfs was not playing. Von Miller, they beat up on that. Can game. a not one hundred percent Trent Williams, yes, have as much of an impact I, it, versus three pass rushers? Well, first of all, Alex Mack. Has not allowed a pressure in twelve football games this season, um, so he is the interior of that line. Lakin Tomlinson is no slouch left. Well, yeah, we we all know how good their Niners offensive, offensive line, line is. is good. However, that Williams. might not necessarily matter if Jimmy G does what he did last week and holding the ball for too long. Uh, yes, which well, that is fair. So I, I think I a lot of that kill comes, him if he does. I would like that, to think that he was just frozen in place. There you go. A lot of this like, comes down to Jimmy G, obviously. I just um, threatened Jimmy G on open air. <laughs> um, and, and so, but that being said, um, I think the Rams win 
And I think this is going to be kind of the revenge that they're looking for. It's going to be a good game because they always are. But the final score is? But the final score, it's going to probably be a little bit more low scoring, I think, than maybe you would anticipate. I think it's going to be like a 28 to 17. I... I so I you you actually went a little higher than I'm going to. I actually we're meeting in the middle here. I didn't say my score. I'm, I'm I'm gonna say it's closer. I was you gonna didn't? say 24-17, but those I are always did. like I didn't my bad. I was gonna say 24-17, but those scores are always like the default scores. Like they always pick those. I think the Rams are gonna win. Things come down to a play. I said this thing's gonna be twenty eight twenty four. That's okay. my prediction. I the line is three and a half. I think so. You're yeah, pretty, three and a half. You're pretty yeah, you're right on there. I. I am going to take the Road Warriors um, and my team um, mostly for fun. Three times I'm just really glad we're here. Like I'm, That's I the remember, mode I'm in. I'm yeah, really yeah. glad we're here. I didn't think it was going to happen you know, in, the, er, in early October. I didn't think it was going to happen until November uh, when we went and lit up the Rams on Monday Night Football. Um, I, I, that's when I started having hope. And so it has been a really awesome two months. And I was glad to be playing in the game last week. I would have been okay with the loss. But here's the thing. The, I know you would argue probably that Cooper is, is right now the hottest football player uh, in the NFL. But Debo Samuel is terrifying. Yeah. And he is the linchpin to this game. I, I understand that Trent's got to be in there for it to work. But I'll take Trent at 80% over just about any defensive end in the league at 100. Um, he's playing as the best offensive lineman in the league, and it's just been hands down this year. Um, and that's no knock to Quentin Nelson. That's no knock to uh, uh, Wirfs or your guy Whitworth or anybody else. Mm-hmm. Like He just is that good. So I, I, I think the 49ers are going to stupidly find some stupid way to win this stupid football game, and I'm going to throw crud all over my living room, and we're going to win 24-21. Okay. And and genuinely, the key is going to be limiting Cooper to two touchdowns, and and I mean that. <laughs> well, and here's the crazy uh, part: is too Odell has actually been massive. For yes, us. but he is he is massive at one specific thing, and it is the thing that the 49ers are great at taking away, and that is the huge play. You can get us underneath all day long, but the 49ers have done a very good job taking away big plays. They they don't happen over their heads in the air. And, that, and that's that's what having Jimmy Ward and Tart, who are both very healthy and back there, does is those guys take that away, yeah. and I think that'll be the key um, for sure. So, and I think the the other obvious thing is the turnover battle. Um, I think that's what decides the game. Yeah, when, and the, when and the we Niners lost. are doing better, and I think that you would admit, obviously, the Rams are doing worse, and that that has been well, the key it, in this to me, these depends, two battles before. To me, it depends who. Because if Stafford has a passer rating of over a hundred, they are eleven and zero. Yeah, that ain't gonna so, happen this week. So if he does, if Matthew mm, Stafford, that ain't gonna happen this week. I, I don't know if Matthew Stafford does not turn the ball over himself. I think they win. We watched Matthew Stafford in San Francisco on Monday Night Football get lit the crud up and that miss was also, open targets. That was also the first week. Also, Higby had a couple unfortunate drops that night. He handed the ball off to Ward. Uh, <laughs> that was also the first week where... That was like the scene from Waterboy when he I, caught I it. I don't and then just ever want to downplay the loss of Robert Woods and having to play a game immediately 
with OBJ coming in and yes, not having Yes, granted, that was the first one. That was the first one was the, the one against the Niners. I just think the Niners clearly have the best defense left in, uh, in, in the playoffs, and I know who I'm saying that to. Um, I'm very aware. Uh, the, the Rams are not the same uh, without Fuller uh, in the back. And uh, and genuinely, I I think the Niners front seven is absolutely terrifying. Can Jimmy G throw it that far? Yeah, can he throw it? Yeah, he can throw that <laughs> can far. He throw it to the back. He, he can throw it. Um, but no, I I he doesn't have to. That's the, one the thing way the 49ers we can count play. on in this game. Well, here Jimmy Garoppolo is going to make one of the dumbest interceptions because he always does. Did no, you know that the two. No, two I'm going to. I'm striking that from the record. Nope. It's he is two, not going to throw a pick in this two game. Two of it's, the five highest rated yeah, okay. defensive players right now. He's not going to throw a pick right if he only throws it six times, Matt. And we will win if he only throws it six two, times because that right. means run game okay, stomped just, him. Yeah. Okay. Again, that's a problem that you're wanting <laughs> two, the quarterback to not throw. Two of the five yes. highest rated defensive players are Rams players in the playoffs right now, sure. and they are not even Jalen Ramsey or Aaron Donald. That's because Jalen Miller and Nick Scott. Oh, because Jalen Ramsey was getting eaten up I last was week. So by the way. much hair for Everybody it. gets got once. Uh, uh, he was getting. It got. was him more than once. He was getting got. Jalen had a bad game. He had a, <laughs> Jalen had a bad game. He missed a couple good tackles in there. Yeah. Well, we are we're, we're excited for this weekend. We're gonna close it out with that tonight. Uh, and thank you so much for joining us as we have our uh, revenge tour over the last month of uh, not being on. We uh, are super looking forward to this weekend. It's going to be a bomb week. And uh, we hope you guys enjoy the conference championships. Uh, we'll be back to talk uh, all about them uh, next week. We'll probably have some NBA highlights to hit um, as well. I uh, get into the you know worst thing in the world, uh, the Pro Bowl. We're, we're going to talk about that temporarily. But next to? week, we'll also be highlighting the uh, NFL Player Awards, making our guesses on those, and then you'll be hearing about them right after we uh, record the show. So make sure and tune in uh, for that special episode next week as we talk about it and we prepare our hearts and minds for the upcoming Super Bowl and the conclusion of the NFL season. Hope you guys have a great week, and uh, we'll be back with you real soon.